imagine imagine if you go to a tailgated old miss and you're like man this is awesome i'm gonna have all the pbrs i can drink i've had seven today <laughs> and then next thing you know you're like shit it's time to go into the game but how am i gonna get there i'm too drunk to walk the next thing you know a fucking train pulls up with lane kiffin's face and you're like this will take me to promised land i'm going to the stadium now Hello and welcome to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding. I'm your host, Mike Stotes, and welcome to part one of our college football preview special. If, you've, if you're joining us for the first time, Plaster Negotiations is a show where we cover mostly sports and some other news bits while consuming adult beverages. The topics don't really get harder to debate, but the panel's ability to speak English may. With this in mind, we have one of our big losers on part one of the college football preview special, and it's his first loss, baby's first loss, Jeremy. You got a punishment debt to pay. Tell the folks what you're going to be sipping on. You gotta lose one every now and then. You gotta make everybody else feel better. I've got some delicious Sailor Jerry's in the shot glass in front of me right here, which for anyone who doesn't know is similar to Captain Morgan, but like his like redheaded cousin. Yeah, so think uh Evan Williams to Jack Daniels type type of thing. Think like um like dirty swamp water to like champagne. Mm. Just trying to be nice for him. Anyways. No more putting it off. Come on, pound that thing. This uh, one's for Bailey yeah. Zap. Bailey Zap or no shoes, Caleb. Let's fucking go. Don't you don't you make a face? Don't you make a face? There we go. It, he actually looked really happy after that. Yeah, I don't think to... that's strong enough. Yeah, I think I, I, I think he secretly enjoys that. My my soul's crying right now, but Kate didn't want a face, so figured I'd stare him right in the eyes, even though he couldn't stare me back. Mm. Yeah, that. <laughs> well, that just got a lot weirder. So. Back again for another <laughs> yeah. tequila makes Jeremy's clothes fall off. <laughs> Oof. He's, Oof. Trying to su- he's trying to seduce me with the eye lock. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even know what to say. I was just thinking like Cade's pissed off about everything else in the world. I'm the sweet spot right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, you can't say nothing. We we need to do this show on like a Tuesday when I'm actually in a good mood. On Saturday, I have all this week week's worth of bullshit just built up. I am all for a Tuesday. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's wonderful. Speaking of punishments, even though off camera we said it, Alonzo is going to be joining our corral of, of fuckheads moving forward. So, Alonzo, tell us what your punishment is going to be. My punishment is going to be a shot of gin. I hate, uh, I hate, hate being nice. I, I, no. So that'll be my punishment. Um, yeah, I, I have an NSFW story for that. So we're not going to go there. <laughs> yeah, like this whole podcast is safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So now that we got all that out of the way, a couple more scheduling things to go through with you audience folks. Next week, we will not have a regularly scheduled show, but we will have um, a one-off 
uh, show that's being put together by uh, Benner and a couple of other folks. Um, and uh, tomorrow we will finish up our college football preview with Benner and McChesney. That's going to start out with them uh, doing their punishments, including Benner's double punishment. So that'll be fun in so, and of itself. So if you want 17 hours of football analysis, listen to part two. If you want to condense it in about an hour, watch part one. Yeah. So all four <laughs> of us are going to get through our college football picks today. And so we're kind of, uh, we're, we're not taking actual money bets, but you, you know, we're kind of guessing that we're going to be faster than tomorrow's show. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, one other thing we're, we're redoing our opening statements a little bit to have a two minute timer on, on them, because looking back at some of the episodes, one of the episodes straight up, the opening statements were 35 minutes and it's like, well, that's, that's fun for an hour and a half show, but not really. So we're going to have on a two minute timer per panelist. You can say whatever you want in that two minutes, you can go over if you want, but if you do go over, you got to do the shot. And another thing, too, if you want to kamikaze someone, like let's say Alonzo's doing his opening statement, Cade's just like, you know, I've had a bad week, so screw Alonzo. I'm going to just totally go rack shot on his opening statement and make him go overtime. Then he gets to join in with the punishment with his own thing. So there thanks, we go. Thanks for putting that out there, Mike. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Cade was, yeah. I, I mean, he, he's a weapon to be used, right? So got to do that. And uh after each of the statements, we'll have kind of a rebuttal period for, you know, if anybody's like, wow, your statement was fucked up. Let's dive into that for a second. So we'll still have that banter, but just to move things along a little bit quicker. So with this in mind, um, I'll just go ahead and do mine first. You know, this was my rule change. So fuck it. I might as well show the way. So everybody good with seeing that got two minutes on the timer. All right. Three, two, here we go. All right. Opening statement for this week. I was today years old when I found out that um, Megadeth and Ice-T had a collaborative soundtrack. It's called Night Stalkers, and there is no reason <laughs> for Ice-T to be a part of that. For those of you who might be a little bit younger, like McChesney's age, back when we were the Utes, uh, Ice-T was actually a rapper. Uh, it wasn't really a good one, in my opinion, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. And, uh, I give back my time for the benefit of the order. God, I got to just send that to Ryan 38 seconds. Let's go. All right. Let's go with, let's go with angry McGee, JK Wileman. Whenever you start, I'll start the timer. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I think my opening statement should be, let's change it to a minute. Let's see if we can condense that down into a minute. Who can? Who can get theirs done that fast? Baby steps. All right, baby steps. All right, fair enough. Um, mine is going to be very short and simple, and it's going to go right along with what you say at the end of every episode. Be a good person, and 21 means 21 <laughs> designated driver. I don't know if anybody else saw the news, but uh, Marcelo Zuna got arrested again today at 4 a.m. and was busted for a DUI. And... Just needs to learn to be a good person. He already got busted once for choking his wife, uh, literally caught with police video camera uh, for that. And then now he's been busted for a DUI. So he really needs to take that first one of being a good person uh, to heart. But then literally, for the love of God, learn what a DD is or a taxi or an Uber. It's not that hard. Yeah, really, 
and okay so that's good you were 56 seconds so congratulations all right jeremy phelps whenever you start talking it starts rolling i read an article this week that there is a monkey in a zoo in california that not only called 911 but actually sounded realistic enough that he got 911 to come out to the zoo thinking there was a real call going on and so my opening statement is if that's the case then fucking jackass 24 year olds in denver can learn how to fucking parallel park without taking up two spaces a fucking monkey can call the cops you can figure out how to shit how to fit your shitty fucking subaru into the size of space like a honda accord fuck you that's my opening statement god the one week i don't say anything about subarus it just happens naturally i love it alonzo opening statement whenever you start i'll start the timer i read recently about a woman i believe it was in florida who got um killed by an alligator okay and there were neighbors interviewed some neighbors one of the neighbors like well we see them around but we didn't think something like this could happen it's a fucking alligator i I mean you 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 don't put them on a leash. You don't walk them. You don't pet them. You don't give them treats. What? It's an alligator. They see you and they see food. It's like those people who go to the Yellowstone and, you know, I just wanted to get a little closer to take a picture of the bear. What are you going to do? Pet it? It's a fucking bear. So people just need to be stopping stupid. They're wildlife. They're called wildlife for a reason. And they will eat you. That's, that's, that's it. That's it right there. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe they see all these dogs walking around on leashes, getting exercise, getting fed by their owners, and they're jealous. Yeah, Could something be. like that. Could be. Statement done, Mike. Boom. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Clock, already, you, Jeremy. clock already stopped. Yeah. All of them well under a minute. Like, holy crap. Um, yeah, so rebuttal period, gents. I mean, just hearing the wide array of shit. I mean, you have obviously the root of all evil within the United States of America, um, uh, imported uh, Subarus. Um, <laughs> so that's that, that's definitely noteworthy. Um, you know, the people thinking that they can tickle alligators and bears and all that shit. And Ozuna, you know, just how much does he make? Does anybody know off the top of their head? What's his Hang contract? I'll pull it up. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a four-year deal worth $65 million. Four years, $65 million, 15 and change. What? 16 and change. 16 yeah, ju- just over, just over 16. With, change. with Georgia taxes, he probably lives in Texas. Yeah, yeah, you can afford an Uber there, bud. Even at I four would, in the morning. I would argue. <laughs> I would argue that before the morning, you could afford to hire somebody to strangle your wife while you have a personal driver take you around in your car. Sixteen million goes pretty far. <laughs> that, that it does. That he it does. Probably, he, he could probably afford a massage therapist too. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> massage <God>. therapist. <laughs> and what's bad is like the first words that came out of his mouth was, uh, "My name is Marcel. I'm, I'm with the Braves." <laughs> Bro, <laughs> trying way too hard. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what we need to do? We need to submit a Freedom of Information Act request into the Atlanta PD just to get that and have it as our cold open for a year. (laughs) That would be just wonderful. Be amazing. Um, I want to touch on Stotes here for a minute. Yeah, Ice-T used to be a shitty rapper before he was a shitty actor on uh, Law & Order SVU. But 
Lest we forget that he's also a shitty lead singer of a heavy metal band called Body Count, he definitely needs to be on a Megadeth album. He is an established musician and artist, sir. I just, <laughs> I just, I, I, I didn't believe my, my car stereo when it said that. <laughs> it was like, no, this doesn't match. I've seen Megadeth in person. Like, no, no way. David Stain would in his personality that that's like fire and combustible shit. Well, and, and just, you know, if you want to take it a step further, who the fuck on Megadeth approved of this? <laughs> Dave Mustaine, I mean, he is Megadeth. Like literally I, I everything saying, goes like, through like, him. Like, like what like dude, you're Megadeth. You you, you don't need iced tea to yeah, anyways. No, I and like appreciate the fact that like with Ice T, kind of what you see is what you get. He is who he is in everything he does. He doesn't pretend to be somebody else. It's like law and order. He's like the most obvious cop that points out shit that doesn't need to be said. Be like, yeah, there's a dead body over there, and I'd be like, yeah, it looks like somebody had a bad day. But he basically does the same thing as a rapper and as a singer. Yeah, because like the songs that he sings, it'll just be like the same thing over and over. It'll be like, all love is love, and it's like, well. I Obviously, all love is love. What the hell else would it be, Ice T? Like, come on, man. You know, he, you're, you're making him sound like Booger McFarlane on Monday Night Football, bro. He's not too far <laughs> off, honestly. So, on the sweep play, you're going to notice they sweep to the side. Well, no shit. I mean, <laughs> on the crossing route, you'll see the receivers cross. So, what you okay. need to do is you need to go out there and score a lot of points while not giving up as many points as he scores. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Ice-T. We should add him to Monday Night Football commentary, honestly. Or actually, Sunday Night Football. He can take Collinsworth's place. They basically say the same shit. <laughs> or just put them both in a booth and watch them kill each other. That would That'd be, be fun. That'd Chris be Collinsworth, if you're watching this right now, yes, I do think Ice-T would be a better analyst than you. And I, I invite you and challenge you to come on here and rebut me and try to prove me wrong. I'm Boom. all for it. Boom. I'm all for it. If he says... If it doesn't happen next week, let it be known. It's on Collinsworth ducking my uh, invitation here. It's not on me. <laughs> Just a good place to remind everybody, uh, next week we will not actually have an episode. But uh, you know what? If he reaches out, we're fucking we'll batting down off. the hatch. Oh, yeah. First Collinsworth. Let's go. It, yes. Yep. Yep, it will be. And it will be just like football stuff. And it, yeah, Collinsworth's going to lose. It's, it's going to be like that. Um yeah yeah okay well let's get into it speaking of football it's the most wonderful time of jk wileman's year as college football is once again among us a bunch of the utes are out there practicing doing their thing for our college football preview show we'll go panelist by panelist conference by conference and the power five to come up with our conference champions playoff contenders national champion kind of similar to our nfl show we'll take a break uh before going into the college football playoff bracket and of course we will have our alex moran player of the week which um and talking pre-show with all the panelists uh we've had them well prepared for a long time so please don't think otherwise you know some of us have actually prepared them you know two minutes before the show uh me so that's plenty of time right that's, that's great plenty of, time. plenty of time so for uh let's go ahead and get into the acc so for each of these um what we're going to do is if there are divisions 
you know, just say who your division champs are and ultimately who wins the conference. ACC has the ACC Atlantic and the ACC Coastal. So, Cade, chomping at the bits, who are your ACC Atlantic and Coastal winners as well as the overall winner for the ACC itself? We're back in the good graces. College football is back. I, I love college football just because I feel like there's more passion uh, between the fans because you can, you can, you can have that more of, of a physical connection. Like I went to school there or my family's been there or whatever NFL, like you're just, it's your local team, you know, or whatever. Like th- there's no telling. Like when I was working for the Braves, there was probably more Cubs fans at the, at the Braves versus Cubs because they either listen to it all their life or they're from Chicago. And I'm like, but this is your hometown. So that's why I like college more. Or they Getting have substantial brain damage. Yeah, if you cheer for the Cubs, you probably do have brain damage. And I do feel sorry for you. Please go see your, your nearest doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, the ACC, the the baby conference of all conferences. Actually, I'd probably say that's Pac-12. Um, besides, like, one or two teams. In the Atlantic division, I, I kind of had a toss-up, um, honestly, because I really liked what Wake Forest has been kind of doing over the past couple of years. They've been building silently in, in the background. And then last year, they just kind of burst onto the scene. Um, but you're going to run into that brick wall that unfortunately is Clemens. Um, they just, they have that recruiting tool. They they've been in the college football playoff numerous times. They have a recent uh, national championship. So they're going to keep recruiting top talent. Um, and they're, they're just going to, so I've still got them at the top right now for the Atlantic division, but I think everybody is still kind of sleeping on wake Forest. And the longer they keep winning, I mean, if you lose one game a year in your conference and that's the Clemens, but you keep winning, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 games, you're going to keep building. And eventually they're going to catch up to Clemens. In the Coastal, probably the weaker of the two divisions. Um, I, I had another close tie, but I ended up going with Miami. I kind of uh, – I can't believe I'm saying this. I kind of like some of the moves that they've made, their coaching hires. Uh, just glad that they didn't steal my guy, Lane, Lane Kiffin. Um, but they've got, they've got some talent. They've got the history. Um, I thought like they are going to take the Coastal division – and then, and then are we still doing the pick one out of the two here? Yeah, yeah, who wins it? Okay, uh, that's an easy one. I'm taking Clemens all day over Miami, uh, but just pray for the bus ride because Miami players may uh, tip the bus over before you leave, Clemens. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Well, they may, they may rob you at gunpoint, one of the two. Yeah, there's no God in prison, Dabo. Jeremy, <laughs> ACC Atlantic and ACC Coastal players, or uh, champs, who you got? Uh, First off, I love the originality of the names in the Atlantic Coast Conference. The Atlantic and the Coastal are the two divisions that they have. You know, it'd be like having the big conference and the 10 conference because that makes sense. Um, (laughs) So while I feel like none of these teams deserve to win any games or be called a champion of anything, it's like being the kid that cuts the best crayons at like preschool, uh, whatever. They're Um, all tasty. (laughs) I caught a better circle than you. (laughs) Um, which is actually a classic Clemson. Um, So with the Atlantic, I also do like Wake Forest. However, I am not picking them to win this division. Reason being, Sam Hartman's out indefinitely, supposedly not the entire year, but potentially the majority of it. For me, Sam Hartman makes that team go. I don't think they win things without him. It's a toss-up for me between Syracuse and Clemson, and here's why. Clemson Clemens will not beat Syracuse because they never beat Syracuse ever. I don't know why, whatever the reason, I think it's just really blue collar. New Yorkers are like, Hey man, fuck you. I like bagels. And Clemson people are like, uh, I like Jesus. We don't have bagels around here. He turned. I can't spell bagel. 
<laughs> get out of here with your witchcraft. So um, the issue, though, is that I think that might be the only game Syracuse wins in the uh, uh, the entire conference <laughs> schedule. And so because of that, they're probably not going to be the champs. <laughs> so as much as I hate to do it, I got to go with Clements. Um, I think one bad year and everybody realizing how bad DJ ukulele, ukulele is. Um, he's done doing Dr. Pepper Town commercials now, and so he's probably focused more on football, which will be cool. Um, so I have them winning it on that side. On the coastal side, I have Virginia Tech winning it. And here's my reason and logic behind why I challenge you to tell me I'm wrong. Virginia Tech does not lose at home, plain and simple. They're pretty bad on the road. They don't lose at home. So looking at their schedule, home against Boston College, Boston College is dog shit. At North Carolina, well, guess what? North Carolina is going to have another academic scandal this year, fold their program. They're going to be out of it all together. That won't be a road game. Then at Pittsburgh, Kenny baby hands Pickett is going to realize that he has to have full-size hands, and he's just going to be so blown away now that he's playing with the Steelers that the Steelers are going to go back to Pitt to play all their games there because he's just blown away by the fact that NFL stadiums are bigger, just like NFL players' hands. Next thing you know, Vatek, home game. Then home against Miami at NC State. They're also at Duke later in the year. They're going to realize those two schools are 20 miles apart and be like, screw it. We'll play both of you guys the same day at Virginia Tech. Let's fucking do it. That'll happen because they'll be like, man, this sounds like a great deal. One of us is going to play them second. Why not? Two home wins. Boom. Then home against Georgia Tech at Liberty, not even in their conference. Doesn't matter. Liberty going to have their accreditation play for being a fake online college. And then they're home <laughs> against Virginia. Undefeated schedule. Then they go neutral site against Clemson and get absolutely demolished because it's not a home game. That's my ACC picks. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish we had connections in Vegas to see if that whole string of how Vatek goes undefeated before the ACC championship game happens. What are the fucking odds of that? I will put down $1 on that, sir. You will win $12 billion on all of those things happening. <laughs> Oh my god, the greatest parlay in all of history. I, I thought he was gonna say just a simple oh, because they they enter to enter Sandman, but no, <laughs> we got a whole list. Anybody oh, can enter to enter Sandman. <laughs> Fuck it. I have logic. No, you you can't do it like they do it. You you can try, but you can't do it like they do it. Well, that's the logic behind why they wouldn't home. I had to give a reason as to why they'd only <laughs> play home games. Oh my goodness. I love it. Anybody can go six and six. That's yeah, right. just ask Texas. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I might put that into tomorrow's show too somehow. Alonzo, ACC Atlantic, ACC Coastal Champs. And if you have as colorful of, of a uh, way of which that happens, we would love to hear it and contact our friends in Vegas. It is for... nowhere near as colorful. Jeremy, uh, hard act to follow, man. So fuck you. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm in a bad spot right now. I'll drink to that. I'll That's go. why I chose you to go next and not me. Oh, so, go. yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mike. I You're welcome. Um, uh, Atlantic. Sorry, Mike. It's it's going to be Clemens. They're not going to be undefeated, but they're, they're going to win the, the Atlantic. DJ Wagalele is going to play decent. He's not going to not going to play horrible like he did last year, but he's going to he's going to. I mean, really, when you hit rock bottom, you can't play worse. So, I mean, that, so he's going to he's going to be all right. Um, they'll win, they'll win the Atlantic. You just suddenly had the best joke of the podcast so far. <laughs> it's just it's what it is, man. Um, no, you know, the, the Howard's Rock thing, and they 
broke their own rock and now they got this broke ass rock before they run down the hill and all scream about it <laughs> rock bottom oh that's too much fuck you clemens god i hate those guys continue oh man well and then the coastal um i i'm, I'm looking at the you know it's really a race to who doesn't get to the bottom first or last better said and i just see miami winning it like at seven and five because they all suck, and Virginia Tech is probably going to lose that game to Liberty, which is which is really funny. Uh, so. Out of conference, it doesn't matter. It's an out of conference game. <laughs> I know it doesn't matter, but it's just you know they're going they're gonna lose that to Liberty, and um, they're Liberty's going to suit up uh, Willis Malik. Malik just Willis. Some- yeah. No, 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 no. Willis Malik. Oh, Willis Malik. We're going backwards. Yes. Yeah. It's like yes. Austin Miles, Miles Austin playing for yes. the Cowboys back in the day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Eight years of eligibility. Let's fucking go. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I got Miami just, not that they're the, the best team in the Coastal. They're they're the least worst um, team in the Coastal. <laughs> and uh, every year you hear, you know, I, I reading through rankings, ESPN, size rankings this year. Oh, Miami's number eight, number 14. I'm like, why do we do this to ourselves every year every fucking year it's like well, they're gonna be good this year guys their glory days late 80s early 90s late 90s early 2000s that's it they were they're, they're done they're they're not oh it's all about the you it's all about the you if the you means you're an underdog every game and you live you live down to it so there you go uh miami will win the coastal clemens will beat miami um and will it's just gonna be the the like the Lion King, the circle of life. There, Clemens wins again because everyone else sucked. So hmm. that's that. That's that. All right, all right. So I got a different hot take because uh, fuck Clemens. There was only one conference that I went through each college game by game, and it was like who's winning, who's losing. Um, so uh, this year, for no other reason than I want to watch the world burn, I have in the atlantic fucking nc state housing everybody going into fake death valley in the very real state of south carolina and winning that game against clemens going 12 and 0 they're gonna win the atlantic all right and they are home against virginia tech as of now until it changes so i can't argue that yeah yeah and just for i want to see their schedule uh yeah hey i got it right here so clemens um so they start off with georgia tech that's a win uh next day fight or yeah well fight maybe i guess uh Furman university um with words yeah <laughs> yeah they play Furman week fighting paladins that's the bad dude that's is that like the jesus cup <laughs> tabo against the paladins <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, and hey, you know, Furman University used to be known as the Christian Knights, so if you're good with acronyms, well, fuck, there it is. That's what it is. So they used to have hats that said fuck on them, so, um, you know, so uh, unfortunately the Christian Knights fall that day. Next up, they play the immense powerhouse that is Louisiana Tech. Um, They they squeak out a, a really quick one there. Um, I have them beating Wake Forest. I'm not big on Wake Forest. They just, I, I, I don't know um first loss of the year is to nc state they beat boston college beat florida state beat syracuse um they lose to notre dame just because i think that would be funny they beat louisville they lose to the u just because i also think that would be funny and then they lose to south carolina because it's about goddamn time so that's that's a rattler yeah buddy (laughs) yeah you know what 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, I was going to say, if South Carolina ends up beating Clemens this year, I will go and, like, live stream me eating some of that fucking Raising Cane's bullshit. And there'll just be vomit everywhere. It'll be not safe for work. I'll, I'll send it to you through the USPS Postal Service. You can have some cold Raising Cane's in New Hampshire. We got it no. right in my backyard. It might actually be better. It might yeah. actually well, yeah. Mike, I was I was wondering if that fuck hat was better than those South Carolina hats that just said cocks on it. Well, you can still buy a cox hat, so it's you know it's a novelty thing at this point. You yeah. and a friend could buy one of each. You could just say fuck cox together. So you, you could oh, run next to each other. Yeah, yeah. You you could you could. Um. So yeah, that's who I got. NC State, not Clemens, because fuck you guys. Hey Dabba, when are you retiring? You know college players are getting paid, right? You know, lying is a sin, right? Fucking asshole. ACC He's happy they're getting pigs, and now they can give more money to his parish. You got a tie, dude. <laughs> I guess. I guess. And then in the ACC Coastal Division, I agree with everybody's sentiment of it's who, like, wants it the least is probably going to win it. So I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. Uh, not through the whole, like, grapevine that jeremy had but just because nobody through wants logic to yeah no <laughs> and then um obviously i have nc state housing the shit out of vatech um neutral and, sites not a home game yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's how it's gonna happen so all right great let's move on uh to the pack 12 and let, let's start with jeremy for this one so who you got in the Pac-12? If yeah. I interject real quick, um, there's no more. I, I don't know if it was Kate or Jeremy when you all texted. There's no more North and South. They, that was they me. There is no more North and South. The They are the first team to scrap divisions because they know they're losing USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. So now it is just one Pac-12. There is no North and South anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's just who are you top two and who's going to win it. So yep. yep. Sounds good to me. So – yeah, I think the rest of the world's on the whole Utah bandwagon right now. I'm not about mm-hmm. Utah. Uh, I do not think that the Mormons have any shot of winning the Pac-12 championship because there's too many heathens in the world that don't believe in John Smith. And so for me, it's Lincoln Riley's USC fight in Trojans. Um, the transfers that he brought in this year to a team that was mediocre last year, I mean, in and out of the top 20, is unbelievable. I mean, Caleb Williams, obviously, you bring in Jordan Addison, who's one of the best receivers in the country from Pitt. Um, Mario Williams comes over to strengthen the receiving core from Oklahoma as well. Um, I just, I I think there's just too much firepower on a really good offensive coach. And and the nice thing about that conference, he made a very smart move going to the PAC 12 is unlike the sec PAC 12 is very similar to the big 12 and that they don't play defense. And as an offensive coach, which is what Lincoln Riley is need a conference where nobody plays defense, which is that conference. Um, so I've got USC winning the whole thing um, as far as the Pac-12 goes, going undefeated in Pac-12 play. I, I don't see anybody beating the up-and-coming powerhouse that is Lincoln Riley's USC. For me, um, second place in that division, uh, because I guess that's what we're going with right now with no Pac-12 championship game. I don't know if they – did they scrap the Pac-12 championship game too now that there's no conferences? No. That's still like no, all, all they're doing is the, the, the top two percentage-wise uh, winners are going to face off the championship game. Sweet. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and say that it's a team from like three minutes away from there. Uh, UCLA, Chip Kelly's UCLA team. And not because I think they're any good. I saw them play live last year at Washington and both of those teams were absolutely horrible. 
Um, just because I think that Chip Kelly has been there long enough now to where people are going to be like, oh my God, Chip Kelly's a great coach like he was in Oregon. And people are going to be like, I don't know, they're moving so fast. And then when they move so fast, they're going to be like, oh, we can't move as fast as him. And then they're going to go ahead and get the dub. Um, side note for me, uh, honorable mention here, Colorado's also not going to be that good this year, but they're going to be better than last year. I've got them going eight and four, mm. but only winning like all five and four in conference, I guess, then at that point, because they're going to win all three of their out-of-conference games. I don't know who they're playing, but they can't be as good as any team in the Pac-12. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Alonzo. All right. So top two teams, USC first, um, you know, they've, they've been a coach away for a while and they held on to Clay Heldon for way too damn long, way too long. Um, I know a couple of friends are USC alums and uh, just up in arms about Clay Heldon forever. They finally can possess. They got a guy who can coach offense and that's Jeremy's point. That's an offensive, um, uh, conference so i think you know it might take a game or two for them to find the rhythm in the conference they're not going to lose that game or two and they're going to light everybody up i honestly think they go undefeated in the in the pack 12 mm. um second in the pack 12 i'm i'm going i'm going with utah um one they don't believe in they don't believe in john smith either they might believe in joseph smith <laughs> but 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 not not john smith um see i <laughs> Jeremy, I don't know if you caught that. I said I'm going with Utah. Uh, they don't believe in John Smith either, but they might believe in Joseph Smith, but not definitely not John Smith. John Smith's probably their, their, their neighbor down the road a little bit. I don't know what you can't believe in neither. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm going with them. I think Oregon is going to take a step back after Chris Ball left, and I, it's, just, it's just not going to happen for them. And then, and then USC is going to just roll. They're going to roll fucking Utah. That's is there. What are the odds? Throwing this out there because I think you make a really good point. What are Vegas, the odds? Are you listening? That the first game UCLA loses this year, Oregon fires their coach and says, "Chip, you're coming back to Oregon midseason." I thought they were going to do that last year. They should have. I thought Just, Oregon was going to. I mean, I thought Phil Knight was going to go and throw a shit ton of money at Chip Kelly and say, "And yeah, I mean, that was that was my thought. I was like, hey, he's going back. You know, let's bring back the glory days." Oregon has yeah. been. So mediocre it. since he left, and he hasn't been yeah. able to find a quarterback that fits into what he's doing since then, right? Like Dorian Thompson Robinson at UCLA, like the only reason they haven't won games is because of how horrendously bad of a quarterback he is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's comic relief. If you're gonna go watch a game and they suck, you might as well laugh. So yeah. put them out there, let them. You I, know what I mean? I, I think I could throw a better spiral than Dorian Thompson Robinson, and I have never been a quarterback in my life. Hey, yeah. Well. That's pretty impressive, Jeremy. Uh, it's pretty impressive how bad he is at throwing a football. <laughs> maybe, I'm maybe, trying to maybe, hype myself maybe, up here. Maybe if you give him a boomerang. <laughs> right back if, actually, if he could catch his own passes, he'd be a pretty legitimate football player. The ball would go about four yards, and, you know, it's about it's about right. He's a better runner than he is a thrower. Mm, now at new age Tim Tebow. Lovely. <laughs> Cade, who are your top two in the Pac-12 and who ultimately ends up winning? Uh, the other baby conference of the Power Fives. Oh, my gosh. I hate wasting my time on this conference, honestly. There's actually three baby conferences. We're still getting to another one. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I know. We're, we're getting there. Just There's more to life than the SEC, <laughs> Cade. 
Uh, yeah, there is. It's called the SEC and the Big Ten. That's it. <laughs> so. That's really about it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like what everybody else has said, uh, I'm not going to take too long here. Um, I, I've obviously got USC uh, being probably the number one seed. Uh, obviously bringing Lincoln Riley over to, like like what Jeremy said, a very offensive-minded uh, coach to a defensive poor division. And that's, that's exactly why he went there. Plus, he just wants to sit outside of uh, Venice Beach. So that's why he'll never go to an SEC school. Exactly. Yep. Um, the minute they said that Oklahoma was moving to the SEC, he was like, I'm out. So, uh, and then, yeah, bringing Caleb Williams was obviously a genius idea. Um, and then, obviously, that offensive firepower weapons that he brought with him, uh, especially the wide receiver from, from Pitt. Uh, they're going to blow away the competition. They can survive with their, you know, 1,200 fans that are actually going to come uh, to their stadium and fill that piece of shit up. Second team that I've got, um, which I've got USC winning the whole thing, but I've got number two and I've, I've got Oregon. I just don't – the, the reason I picked them is because they're the lesser of two evils. Um, there's nobody else that I, I really see being all that much of a competition. I guess you could say UCLA would be the next one, but uh, I just feel like Oregon is probably going to have their number this year. So I've got them going number two. Uh, and then obviously USC just winning the, the outright Pac-12. Awesome. I'm surprised no one's going with Herm Edwards and Arizona State. oh my god i went to some arizona state baseball games earlier this year and they were talking about how bad of a football coach he was at those games so like they they hate him he's probably recruiting he's probably recruiting the baseball players to go play (laughs) can we back up here for a second though because i think there's an important point that comes up with arizona state that's very important to this topic is that stos when you were in new mexico did you not say the greatest tailgate you ever experienced in your life was arizona state on the road at new mexico their tailgate yes i do not doubt that i do not doubt that i i have an arizona state hat I have family members who have graduated from the University of Arizona, and I still say, fuck those guys, fuck that school, because Arizona State is the shit. I love them to death. All right. So um, it was my first year at New Mexico, and I went to a tailgate with uh, some of the buddies I made and all that. And there was a bunch of it was probably about 10 of them, I would say, Arizona State folks who were just going around to different tailgate spots in the parking lot. And they came up to ours and uh, one of my buddies, Johnny Noctigal, he at the time, you know, he had kind of a beard thing going and, you know, uh, Arizona state's mascot has, you know, the mustache or whatever. Right. And so what these guys were doing, they were going tailgate to tailgate uh, to look for people who had mustaches so that you could get them to shotgun a beer with you. And, you know, Johnny Noctigal is like close to 50. And here are these maybe legal drinking age kids who are oh, like, let's chug at a bro, old guy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just love their energy and such. And, you know, I, I haven't been um, to their football stadium, but their baseball park is immaculate. Oh, my God. I mean, you have Dustin Pedroia, you know, love him or hate him. He's still one of the best of all time. Barry Bonds, both retired numbers for Arizona State. Just an immaculate complex. I just love the whole vibe that's there. Um, But, yeah, I'm not picking them to win shit this year for for the Pac-12, with all that being said. (laughs) I mean, you know, we should have a a tailgate championship series one of of these days, and we can pick who the best best tailgaters are. So that's – that sounds like a good one-off show. We'll, we'll have to talk about that We're later. We're just going to go ahead and name the champion <clears throat> University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, and uh, you can just debate on the ne- you can debate on the next four. 
<laughs> well, we know I mean, he's not winning. There's, there's nobody in this whole fucking country that comes close. Nobody. Don't even try to argue. Fuck oh, nobody here has been to an Arizona State tailgate at home is all I'm saying. The only thing good for Arizona State is STDs. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. I, I hope that's you don't. Aggressive. I, I feel slightly hurt by that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> you know it's true. It you know I know true. that's why I can't fight. You it. know it's true. <laughs> Just yeah. because their degrees are written in crayon doesn't mean the fact that they have STDs and everybody. Come on now, yeah. dude. There's there's been numerous research studies that have proven this one. <laughs> that one. They're the yeah. I'm not going there. Kind of you know, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go on Sport Discus and look up. STD. You heard of Barstool, yeah. Jeremy? Come on, bro. <laughs> Barstool is not but Uh, i remember barstool like put out like they like shared the story that someone actually like did the research of like mm. the worst schools for like stds (laughs) they're up there arizona's up there salisbury's up there in maryland there's plenty of them don't get me wrong but yeah that's the the battle of arizona which school can get the most stds God, so many schools that I remember. Fucking Salisbury. Oh, fuck. I hate that place so much. Oh, Seekers is a shit, man. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let's get through the Pac 12. All right. <laughs> I I got Utah um, as the number one seed going into the game just, just because of the whole, like, um, and I have USC two coming into the championship game just because of the whole norming storming forming bit but i do have usc winning the pac-12 this year so not too much different there all right we got jeremy's favorite conference big 10 who wins the east who wins the west and thank god it's not heroes and legends or you know space astronauts and you know the foosball with your friends conferences um, it's actually going to be Ninja Turtle base. It's going to be the Donatello conference with Raphael. So first off, let's get that right. I apologize. Uh, yeah, no. So, um, I mean, thank God UCLA and USC are coming over because the West is one of, it might be worse than either conference in the ACC, which are either division, which is really saying something. It's a shitty division. It yeah. is bad. Um, so on the West side of things, I know Iowa kind of ran away with things, took care of business last year. Nebraska coming into the season with a little bit of hype right now. For me, I actually see Nebraska losing to Northwestern to start the season in a game where they're 12-point favorites. Um, so I don't see Nebraska coming out of that side. Illinois is fucking terrible, as always. Wisconsin is not what they used to be. Um, as much as I want to pick Minnesota or Purdue to win this whole thing right now on that side, sadly, uh, I think I have to stick with Iowa here. I think it'll be between them and Minnesota to come out of the West right now. I think Minnesota with PJ Flex made some great, great strides, but I also think they were a little bit down last year and graduated a lot. Um, so I, I got to go with Iowa there as much as it hurts me to do it because no team in that division deserves to play in the Big Ten championship game. Um, on the other side of things, I mean, it's obviously a three-dog race right now. Um, it's Michigan State, who's number 15 going into the year. Michigan is number eight. And Ohio State is number two. Um, what about old, Penn State? Penn State. Let's, <laughs> see if, let's see if they make it through Rutgers in an eight-overtime game this year. Um, <laughs> so, for me, I have Michigan winning it partly because I'm biased, partly because I think that they have two quarterbacks who are very legitimate in Cade McNamara and J.J. McCarthy. People shit on Cade. He's a good quarterback. You look at his numbers, he can go with any quarterback in the country. He doesn't get a chance to throw that much because they're a run-heavy offense. Um, yes, Hassan Haskins graduated, but you've got Blake Corum. 
You've got Donovan Edwards coming back. They have a good stable of backs in the backfield. Corn missed a couple games last year, still had 900 rushing yards. He should have been a 1,000-yard rusher. Um, I think they're going to be just fine. They graduated a lot on defense and lost for D coordinator. They're going to be just fine there as well. They still have a lot of good players behind them. The other thing for me is, you know, I think obviously the fact that they're out of conference schedule is a little bit weaker, playing Connecticut and Hawaii. Um, Ohio State's going to get beaten down early in the year. They open the season with Notre Dame, obviously, and they play Arkansas State. Who, But then they've got Toledo at home, who's a sleeper. Toledo almost beat Notre Dame last year, so that's a dogfight. Hosting Wisconsin at Michigan State, where Michigan hosts them this year. Um, and then they've got Iowa, Penn State, Northwestern, back-to-back-to-back to back to back after Michigan State followed by Indiana, who upset Penn State a couple years ago, Maryland's dog shit, and then they're homing as Michigan in the year. But I think that the scheduling for Michigan favors them this year. I think Ohio State's scheduling does them no favors this year. I think Michigan's going to play with a lot more to lose going into the game with a shot to go to the, co- the college football playoff, whereas Ohio State won't at that point in the year. So for me, it's, it's Michigan coming out on that side. And then just like last year, whoever wins the East, whether it's Michigan, Ohio State, or Michigan State, is going to absolutely dismantle anybody that comes out of the West, just like happened last year. Nice. All right, Cade. Is this a baby conference, first of all? We in the they're, Big Ten. They're all baby conferences. <laughs> it's more to life no, this, than the I'll, I'll say this one's uh, this one's uh, infant. Um, you know, get on up there a little bit. They're, they're catching up. It's, 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 a it's a toddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a toddler. toddler. Conference. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, uh, the Big Ten actually plays football and they actually take this shit serious. And I will say, honestly, between most of them, I, I would say like some Big Ten fan bases might be like game day atmospheres might be better than some SECs. It like Penn State wideout, absolutely wild, electric. I was there last year when they beat the dog shit. Out. Well, they didn't really beat the dog shit, but they beat Auburn. I was there for that. Mm-hmm. That was wild. The maze out. Wild! I love. I wish for the love of God the Michigan Ohio State game was at Michigan because I would be going this year. I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna refuse to go to a Columbus because that's a shithole. Oh. Um, it's a beautiful stadium. I'm sure it is, but it's in a shithole city and it's in a shithole state. Oh man! All right, you know wow. it is. So it's- <laughs> wow! It's just, it's just where I was born, bases, but okay. But their fan bases are are wild. And I would say they would take a lot of these a lot of these SEC stadiums down. Backpedal, um, backpedal, backpedal. All right, who you got in the uh, east? That's that's what I feel out of that one. But I'm sorry, yeah. Stokes. I'm sorry. No, uh, you're not. It's fine. I, I'll take the the smaller out of the two. Uh, the West. I feel like the West okay. could be just absorbed by the Pac-12 if they wanted to, um, just be, just because they could, you know, <laughs> at least compete there. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to contradict with Jeremy here. I'm going to go with Wisconsin taking number one in the West. Um, there's just not a whole lot of competition. And like our pickums for uh, what we did, I took Northwestern beating Nebraska. Nebraska just doesn't impress me. Um, Frost is, he just hasn't, he's not the guy he did well at UCF, uh, but he, he's just not cut out for them. He needs to go back, learn some more in a, at a small division college um, and then try it somewhere else. It's just not working in Nebraska for him. Um, you I've got to say Iowa. Lake and Nebraska and Orlando, Florida are not the same city to recruit to. No, <laughs> no, absolutely they have not. a few differences, just very few. subtle. Yeah, Orlando has less corn, it's a harder place to recruit to. <laughs> okay, no. sir, I'm what not, is your corn not... to human per capita <laughs> comparison rate? <laughs> Over 9,000. 
<laughs> oh, Nebraska it is. I was going to say like what, 15 acres of corn for every for every one Orlando person. <laughs> For every one Florida man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that gator also gets man ratio. <laughs> oh lord, the um, gator also gets fifteen acres. Just he needs to walk, man. Um, I've got ain't no leash strapped up that gator. <laughs> uh, strap a saddle to it and take it through the cornfield, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> right next, and he's got the AK on the side. Let's go. That would be oh, terrifying. God, <laughs> just send that over to Afghanistan to take down the, <laughs> to the Taliban. Oh my God, those AK alligators! <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, all right. Um, so like in the West, show. I've I've got Wisconsin, I've got Iowa taking number two. I love Iowa. I love their tradition, um, and I love that they play smash mouth football. They will just line that shit up. They are the they're probably the best all white team you'll ever find. Um, <laughs> I've definitely got Minnesota going third. Uh, I love uh, PJ Fleck at, at Minnesota. He's been doing great stuff there. Last year was a bit of a dip, but uh, I think he's going to be battling back there. Um, Purdue is going, what would that be, fifth? And then who the fuck is Illinois? And then I've got Northwestern beating Nebraska, but then Northwestern is just going to fall off because they're Northwestern. All right, to the big brother of, of the Big Ten. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, what is that? Is that your dog? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, a couple dogs. It scared the shit out of me. They're <laughs> gonna join the alligator it. with the AK. They're gonna make shit happen. Hell yeah. Um, obviously, I, I think it's gonna be I was kind of a toss-up a little bit, honestly. Um, the more I kind of looked at Ohio, I thought Ohio State was gonna just clean sweep this, but they've actually got some good competition, especially starting out uh mm-hmm. with Notre Dame right out the door. Um, but Ohio State's just gonna pay the refs like they always do. They they, <laughs> they brought that over from Bama in some form or fashion. They just finally caught up to the curb. You're gonna see a lot um, of tattooed referees by the end of the year with the schedule that they have. Dude, they're gonna have the big red O on their calves, bro. <laughs> right there, right smack in the middle. Um, <sighs> I've got Michigan going number two, and then I've got Penn State going number three. I like Penn State. Um, I I just don't give them the edge over Michigan. I, I feel like Michigan is just going to kind of battle back uh, after losing uh, Aiden Hutchinson, which, by the way, Aiden, prepare to get your shit kicked in tomorrow by the Colts. Go fuck yourself. Um, and then just the battle of the worst, uh, Michigan State still try, trying to figure it out. Indiana, I've got above uh, Maryland and Rutgers just because Maryland doesn't have Tua Tonga. How do you ever say his last name's brother anymore? Uh, yep. And then Rutgers is just there. They're like the Syracuse of the Big Ten. They're just uh, uh, false, sir. The 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 chosen son is back. Greg Schiano has returned to Rutgers for year number two now. Oh God. Oh well, I might need to change that and bump them up ahead just, of Maryland. So. Yeah, wait until you see his newest <laughs> recruit, Rice Ray. Oh God, don't do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But we're gonna see the same old battle out of out of Lucas Oil Stadium of Ohio State versus Wisconsin, and it'll be another ash whooping by Ohio State, beating the dog shit out of Wisconsin. So uh, there's my there's my take. All right. Alonzo. All right. <coughs> when I started looking at these, I thought, you know, Indiana looks enticing. They went 2-10 and 10 last year. And the last time an Indiana <laughs> team was this bad, they <laughs> – 
<laughs> ended up drafting Andrew Luck, and then they went 11 and five. Then I realized, shit, we're talking college. So <laughs> go Hoosiers. <laughs> so let's get back on topic here. <laughs> oh God. So I've got a I've got a Ohio State coming out of the East. Michigan very close. I think it's going to come down to the last uh, their their last game, the rivalry game at the end of the, of the year. I think Ohio State beats them. CJ Stroud's coming back. Had forty five hundred yards passing last year on a team that really wasn't. They weren't they weren't really as good as they play they just play better than 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 they were on paper so i think they're going to be better this year um in the west i have wisconsin just because the west sucks and um wisconsin's kind of one of those hey who you pick out of the west mm, i'll go with wisconsin you know that that kind of thing because everyone else really kind of stinks um i i, I mean I'm, I'm glad we're not placing bets on this because i would not bet on wisconsin i wouldn't bet on any team in the west I, again we're looking at like at the acc coastal was it you know, it's just it's 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 a it's a race to the bottom. So so who who gets their last? Um, and Wisconsin's not horrible like the ACC Coastal, but they're 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 not very good. And Ohio State's no. gonna win win the championship in the the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, but I just thought I'd give you guys a little laugh with the Indiana, and then going back oh. to drafting Andrew Luck. So yes, yes, General Andrew Luck, Civil War General. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh! That man is. I think these last three the conferences that we've talked about, and the fact that you know the Big Twelve is still up for discussion too, just kind of brings the point that relegation might need to make its way into America. You're <laughs> the the best team in the Big Ten West. You work your way into the Big Ten East. If you're the worst team in the Big Ten East, you don't even go to the Big Ten West. You go straight to the ACC Coastal. Make the conferences actually do work. I love it. That would be great. All right. So after all of that Ohio talk and going back and forth out of the East, (laughs) I'm picking Michigan Um, (laughs) for literally all the same reasons that Jeremy said earlier. Like if you look at Ohio State's schedule, I think they get too many injuries early on. However, I will say this. I think that the, the big rivalry game at the end Ohio State takes it but it is not enough because I think Michigan is just going to roll through the rest of the fucking schedule all right um and one last little bit about Ohio I have not lived there in 29 years and I hope it's another 70 before I go back and live there uh because it is a shit state um but out of the west race to the bottom I also got Wisconsin Michigan just fucking rolls in the Big Ten championship game. Speaking of relegation conferences, etc., the Big <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Big Twelve. Cade, who you who you well, first of all, what level of human development is uh the Big 12 in? And then second, who you got is the two teams going for the championship game? I'm <laughs> all right hey let me change this around the pac 12 is the fetus the fucking big 12 is the infant and the big 10 is the is the toddler <laughs> but we're talking like benjamin button terms right because like the big 12 <laughs> five years ago was pretty legit and now mm-hmm. it's just like regressed to the point yeah they like regressed they have the the two best teams are really leaving them behind to go be the mm-hmm. mid-average teams in another leagues, <laughs> so that just that just tells you the type of state they're in right now. Um, let me scroll down here. So, 
I've got, uh, again, so they do the same, they do pretty similar to what the Pac-12 does, correct? They don't have like divisions. It's just the top two teams. They only go have play. 10 teams, so the yeah. top two teams go. Yeah, top two teams play. Okay, okay. Um, so for mine, as much as I hate saying it, because we lost them last year in the Sugar Bowl, um, I've got Baylor returning to the top of the Big 12. Um, I just, I don't believe in Texas. I don't believe that they're back. You're not going to be back. Sorry, Arch Manning is not going to be your savior. Um, you're going to get to the SEC and, and go six and six if you're lucky. Um, Oklahoma's in disarray. They can't figure out who their strength and conditioning coach is going to be because they can't keep their mouth shut. Um, I like Venables. I think he's a great coach, but he's got to build it up. In his first year, he's not going to be the answer. Um, so I've got Baylor going number one. I've got a returning to the Big 12 championship, Oklahoma State. Uh, but I see Baylor winning this one out a little bit better than just holding them to a fourth goal, fourth and goal stand. I've got Oklahoma going third. I've got Texas uh, going fourth. And then, God forbid, what I don't, <laughs> the rest is just a toss up, uh, really. I picked Kansas State. I like Kansas State. I like, I, I like the history there. Um, maybe they might return. Um, and then I've got Iowa State going, what would that be, sixth? Um, and then TCU, Texas Tech. I don't understand why is West Virginia in the Big 12? Someone explain this to me at some why point. Why are USC and UCLA going to the Big 10, dude? It, yeah, right? Like it It's all no recruiting sense. lines. It's all recruiting lines. That's but all it is. But at some point, like, geography has to play a factor into this. It just doesn't make There's any too much money for it not to, dude. Wait yeah. until freaking like McGill University up in Canada decides they want to add and fund it. And next thing you know, they're in the SEC playing Florida every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. the University of Ontario is going to have to be putting that ass whooping on on uh, Missouri. So, uh, yeah, you know, a few, a few years ago, remember the American Athletic Conference or whatever, almost sucked in all the big Big East schools, and then they went after San Diego State and Boise State. I'm like, they're literally going to be a national conference. So, what Big Ten is now Rutgers is on the East Coast on an ocean in New Jersey, and USC and UCLA are 20 minutes from an ocean in California. Different mm-hmm. oceans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, be, be prepared for that 10 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then West Virginia going ninth, and then poor Kansas. Y'all are just a basketball school, bro. Just just stay there. Thank you for winning, by the way. You helped me win my uh, my March Madness tournament. So I got to drive Jim Mercedes Bentley. So thank you for that. Uh, but I've got Baylor and Oklahoma State. Baylor taking it again. Uh, congratulations, Baylor. Uh, never mind. I was about to make a comment, but I'm not going to. That's fine. I'm sure I'll make it later. Alonzo. All right. So let me start off by saying who's not going to win it. Um, Iowa State. Sucks. Kansas. Kansas sucks. Kansas. Kansas State is just as bad as Kansas, but they have state after them. So it's the same same thing. Um, West Virginia. No, they're, they're not going to sniff it. They sniff a lot of shit up there, but it's not wins. Um, <laughs> Booger. You know, Cousins. And so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, so that that that's first foremost. Those those four are just gone. Uh, Oklahoma, no, not, no. You're right. Brent Venables is going to take a few years to adjust, and we'll see how good of a head coach he is. He was a great defensive coordinator. Let's see how good of a head coach he is. Um, I got Baylor and Oklahoma State also. I got Baylor winning it all. Uh, Texas, I, I, I I'm with Cade. Uh, you know they go seven and five they're like we're back you're not back you're fucking seven and five bro i mean you're 
Well, I mean, you, yeah, you, you came back from the restroom, you know, and, and you smell like shit. Uh, TCU, <laughs> you know, they lost Gary Patterson. Sonny Dykes now coaching there. Don't, don't, I mean, you know, eh, it didn't do, didn't do anything. Texas Tech, well, I have a, I have a soft spot in my heart for Texas Tech because they're one of the schools that, rec- that recruited me academically when I, when I got out of high school. Um, now, it doesn't say a lot because their academics aren't exactly, you know, freaking Harvard. But, you know, it, I mean, I, I had damn good grades and good at ACT and they reached out. They were one of the first that reached out. So I, I was also hard for them. So I would like to see them finish number three there. They're not going to finish number three. But it, it does, I just, you know, it's one of those things. It's just a memory. So, but yeah, I got Baylor, uh, Oklahoma State, Baylor beats them. And um, yeah, and then we'll, we'll talk about where, where that goes later. Man, bring up that Texas uh, Tech story, the first show you're on with uh, Ryan Benner. That'll go over really well. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing you mean to say that's not going to go over well at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's going to go over swimmingly. Just, he, he yeah, he loves those guys. Probably well, going to get a tattoo. Notice, notice I didn't say UT Austin recruited me for academics. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. They're too busy doing mushrooms. Jeremy, Big 12, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so basically, who wins the Atlantic Coastal? Okay, great. Um, so I've got a very different take than everybody so far here. So I disagree with Kate about Kansas. Now, while I don't think they're going to win more than two games, I believe in less miles, I think they'll win two games. Um, <laughs> but they'll both be in conference. So I think they're going to build next year. Maybe we'll try to touch this guy here and shoot for three. I don't know. Um, so you, you, you know that Smiles isn't coached there anymore, right? At Kansas? Yeah, he, he got fired, bro. Yeah, I just say, wait a minute, he don't coach there anymore. Fuck it. I didn't do my research on Kansas because it's Kansas. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Kansas go. It, it's a guy named so. Lance Leopold. <laughs> Lance Leopold. Who the fuck wants to play for Lance Leopold? Yeah, the I numbers and sync probably, but yeah. So, uh, so take back everything I just said. Kansas is out. Um, but did so, they win two games? No, you had them at two. No, I'm I'm bumping them down to zero. Miles oh. and Charlie Weiss couldn't get them to two wins. <laughs> There's Lance Leopold going to. They when are the, they bringing the, back Mark Mangino, motherfuckers? The Great White Hope, Lance Leopold. They, they just need to cut that program and just give that money to other sports. Yeah. Just bring back Chuck Diamato from North Carolina just State. Go ahead and just, just add ice hockey. <laughs> oh, ice hockey in Kansas. <laughs> it's yes. flat the entire state. You can put it in a rink everywhere you want. <laughs> Don't even have to grade it. Um, So getting back on topic here. So Oklahoma State, you're out. The the whole racism scandal you got going right now with uh, the brother of another coach and freaking Mike Gundy's mullet, you're out. Uh, Oklahoma, I like Brent Venables as a coach. I think he's going to do really well there as a head coach. But Lincoln Riley left the cabinet there. He took every last bit of peanut butter that was in that cabinet and said, here's uh, one cracker. Wait, wait, wasn't Oklahoma the the where where Mike Gundy's brother said shit? Not Oklahoma State. Not that backwards. Fuck. Not yeah, it's backwards. It was Oklahoma State. It was, so it was it was Oklahoma where Cale Gundy or Cade Gundy read a racist remark off of someone's oh. um, what do you call this thing? Old tablet or some shit. 
I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're using these you days. Can, I, you you know, I, I, still, much... I still do iPods, so I don't, I don't know what they're using nowadays. <laughs> you can I tell how much preparation I put into the Big 12 because of how legitimate of a conference a 10-team Big 12 is at this point. So yeah. either way, both of them are out because both of them have people with mullets. Now, moving on and getting forward <laughs> here. Uh, TCU's terrible. West Virginia, also terrible. Um while I do think that Iowa State and Texas will be in the running here, I don't have them going. I think Baylor will be in it. I also think Texas Tech will. And here's the reason why. Scheduling for both. Now, Baylor, if you look at their scheduling, they open up against the powerhouse, the Great Danes, Albany. Going to Ooh. Ooh. It's going to be a slugfest. So when, when they, when that's the a SUNY team, school. In probably 80 years to hang 100 points on somebody, they're going to be rolling with confidence. Their next game after that at another powerhouse, number 25 ranked, BYU. Also might hang 100 on them in the post-Zach Wilson era. Now, uh, with that being said, they then have Texas State, Iowa State. Finally, they're at home against Oklahoma State, who's terrible. Baylor is definitely going to be in because of all the early season confidence they're going to have. Now, the other team I have playing in the Big 12 championship is Texas Tech for two reasons. Well, actually three, because the low academics help them get better players. But three reasons, that being one. <laughs> two is their schedule. Murray State at home, horrendous. Oh, my God. Now, then they host number 24, Houston, who's a very overrated team. They're not the team they were four or five years ago. So that's going to be a big win for them. Then at number 13, NC State. While Stokes picked them, I don't believe in them. I think Texas Tech playing in the Eastern Conference or the Eastern time zone, they get a big dub there and roll in with confidence the rest of the way. Third reason, they have a top 10 ranked recruiting class right now in the 2023 class. Now, that doesn't help them in 2022. But what it does do is it says to you, hey, man, if we're dog shit, Every single one of you is going to be in the transfer portal next year. And they don't want that to happen because they like being at Texas Tech and having sexual women there and doing what football players do. <laughs> so because of that, they're like, man, I don't want to not be the starting quarterback anymore. This is pretty cool. I need to win some games. Next thing you know, they do. I got Texas Tech over Baylor in the Big 12 championship. Let's go. Holy crap. That was an emotional roller coaster. That right. was pretty hardcore, man. I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I, that. I, I, I don't me. I don't know if that means anything to you, but I fucking enjoyed. I'm enjoyed. Yeah, these these just fucking awesome. It means the world to me, and I challenge anybody to tell me that I'm wrong in my logic there. I, I, I yeah, no, I'm no. not gonna do it. Jade, you want to jump in and challenge them? Because undefeated Virginia Tech to against undefeated Texas Tech in the title today. game. Let's just do it. You're on a roll today. No, Cage is waiting for the SEC because that, that's that's all that's really going to matter this year. Yeah, he's jumping at the bits. So Mer- I, <laughs> I'm, no, very, I'm not going to argue with Jeremy, but because the logic is there, man. That's just science. <laughs> like I want to change uh-huh. my my picks completely, but I also want to know tear I'm the, right, dude. I I don't know. It, yeah, I, I kind of do, except for the Baylor bit. Like I am so fucking tired of Baylor. Leave right. Baylor out, dude. I don't give a shit who Texas Tech plays. They're on an emotional fucking roller right now. They're winning the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because those of you who have never been 
you know, around that area, all the Baylor students, even though it is a Christian university, they just go over to UT Austin and just party their asses off. And I think, you know, like the time is coming that they're going to get caught for that. So that's why I think this year might be the year that happens and some shit goes down. Um, So I have Texas and Oklahoma State in the championship game with Oklahoma State coming out of here. Um, Did you say Oklahoma State and Texas Tech in the title game there? No, no, no. UT, (laughs) UT straight up. Oh, the 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 Red Horns. Okay, got it. Not the Red. Okay. Yeah, no, because literally three three seconds of prep went into that, and I just remembered, you know, I'm a man, I'm 40, and that's how I landed on Oklahoma State. So so good. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad to say that nobody put any preparation going into the Big 12 whatsoever. No, why Why would you? It's a waste of time. Mine literally has one nine. Baylor versus Oklahoma State, Baylor champions. That's the winner all. of that conference is playing the Sugar Bowl. Nobody's going to the playoffs. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Not one. Not one. All right. So let's move on because I know he's chomping at the fucking bits. Excuse me, to the SEC Cade, who comes out of the SEC West? Who comes out of the SEC East? Who wins it all? Woo! We're upgraded from toddler football to grown fucking man football. Let's go. That was a Ric Flair woo right there. I like that. Hell fucking yeah, baby. I grew up watching the WWE. He is, he's the fucking Hell man, yes, baby. Bro. Let's go. Just like that, bro. Alonzo like... fucking knows where it's at. Let's go. Right. All right. I'll start, I'll start with the weaker of two evils. Um, how did I have this? I can't remember how I had this. Okay, there it is. Um, all right, so I think we all know who's going to win the East. Um, I, actually, you know what? We're going to start at the bottom. We're going to start at the bottom. Um, the Kitty Cats of Missouri. You know, be at the bottom. Oh, wait, wait. Why did I have Missouri? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I had Vandy at the bottom. I, I, I forgot <laughs> Missouri was in the list, so I just had to put them in there. So I've got Vandy at the bottom. They're going to be at the bottom. They're, the one good thing they're there for is, is baseball and their ACT scores. So that's about it. Um, so congratulations. Uh, then I got Missouri. I, I, I didn't want to do this to you, Stoats. I really didn't because uh, I like USC. And pardon me for everybody out there, the real USC. Okay. Um, yeah, boy. I, I wanted to put them higher, but I, I just don't believe in Spencer Radler. I think he's a poison in the locker room. I've never liked him. I remember and watching he's a, his... And he's a prick. Exactly. Um, I just don't like him. And I feel like USC still has some building to do, but I feel like they're going to get there. I feel like they're going to use him to win a couple a couple of big games, um, and they're going to build in the future, but I just don't think he's the answer. So then I've got Florida um, sitting at fourth. And then the worst team out of the entire SEC, the worst fan base there is in the whole goddamn world, Tennessee sitting at third. <laughs> I fucking hate them. And I think everybody on this podcast, even Caleb, can agree that they Rock have the worst up. fan base. They spend more time throwing shit on the field than they can focusing on the fucking game. So get fucked. I hope your stadium falls to pieces. Tennessee stop third. letting Peyton Manning hang out in women's locker rooms. Sorry, not exactly. sorry. Exactly. I, I think their football team spends more time rehearsing Rocky Top than they do, you know, practicing too. So that and littering. And littering is wrong. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I've got Kentucky going number two in the East. I, again, like I said earlier, I believe in Kentucky. I feel like they've been building over the past couple of years. They've won four consecutive bowl games. 
they're just not on Georgia's level, and Georgia's just reloading every year. Uh, so Georgia's going to take the East. And now I can't wait for us to get after this and get to the, the picks for the playoff because that's where I'm going to get interesting, and that's where I'm about to shock some people, and I'm going to hate myself for some of my picks. I'm guessing um, you're all, all four teams from the SEC, right? <laughs> absolutely baby i'm just kidding though <laughs> yeah but I, I i'm gonna hate myself for one of the teams i'm gonna put in there and w- another panelist on here is gonna hate me as well um over to the big brother sec west um the team that i fucking hate more than anybody in the whole fucking world mississippi state going dead last they're absolute dog water fighting garbage. mike leeches let's go no you shut your whore mouth <laughs> You shut your whore mouth. Don't you, you act like a pirate to today. Let's go. Shut your fucking whore Swing mouth. Swing your sword. Stotes, mute him. Stotes, mute him from this I chat. will mute nobody. I uh, knew this was coming. fucking pirate, dude. You'll get scurvy. Let's go. Yeah, scurvy. he's a fucking pirate for absolutely nothing. Jesus. He's a fucking pirate him. for the world. Fuck you. Yeah, him and... You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to jail today. Mississippi State's at the bottom. Right next to them, and it's because Auburn just squeaks it out, is Auburn over Mississippi State. They, they're they going to go miserable. They're probably going to go three and six. And the only reason Auburn's over Mississippi State is because they have the head-to-head. That's about it. Brian Harson's getting fired after this year. Um, LSU is above them. They still got some building to do. Their coach needs to figure out, hey, stay out of recruiting videos. That that video of him and that tight end that he was trying to swing was just absolutely the dancing video. It was yes, amazing. That was so was miserable. Absolutely to watch. amazing. And the, and the fake Southern accent, dude, don't please don't. That's he a, wants to be coach. Oh man. That no. was horrible. That was horrible. It was, um, I'm from the number... Midwest and I'm going to act like I'm Cajun now. Like shut dude, just shut the fuck up. Just stop. <laughs> stop. All right, setting at number four, I've got Arkansas. Arkansas is building. They had some great wins last year. They are building. Sam Pittman's doing great things, and I hate them when it comes to baseball. Fucking hate Arkansas, but I've got to give them some props. They are building, and they are becoming a great SEC team again. Uh, I've got number three, Ole Miss. I'm picking them. Again, they're my favorite team. I think everybody on this podcast knows that. They're my favorite team. Uh, they've got some stuff to figure out. We don't have as many weapons in, at the wideout position anymore. Quarterback situation is still developing, so I don't know where we're going. All I know is hopefully we're going to get there. <laughs> I've got number two, Texas A&M. And then obviously number one is Alabama, but Alabama is not getting out of here squeaky clean anymore. Um, Texas A&M is paying their players just like everybody else, and they're catching up to Alabama. And other teams are now coming out of the woods of, hey, we're – if Batman is going to get away with it and everybody else can get away with it, we're going to do it. So SEC is going to become more competitive uh, than it already is. Alabama is not going to get out of here squeaky clean every year anymore. At least one or two teams are going to be with one or more loss and be right there with them. So, um, so I've got Alabama leading the way for the SEC championship. I've got Bama. I've got Bama going. I've got them facing Georgia. And Bama's going to destroy Georgia just because Bama's uh, or Georgia's best. Uh, what was it? Their wide receiver transferred over. Uh, yeah, they've got their returning quarterback, uh, but they lost a ton on defense. Alabama just reloads. They don't recruit. They just reload. So I've got Bama taking taking the entire SEC, and and that they've. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. They're already in my playoff picture. So let's get to yeah. that there. Yeah, there goes uh, saying who wins the SEC is in the playoffs. Like it's the only automatic qualifier in football. Yeah. 
truly is. It, it really is. Yeah, truly is. All right, Jeremy, SEC. I guess let's start with the East and then go to the West. Do it. All right. So in the East, last team, Missouri. Missouri's absolutely terrible. Fake Columbia. Absolutely terrible for a long, 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 long time. Um, I had Tennessee second to last there. I don't believe in anything they've done. They have a new quarterback coming in here who's a top 100 recruit who they're like, oh, he's just like the quarterback that's there now. Hooker's not that good. You can have another very mediocre quarterback come in next year. I'll put you near the bottom of the conference again next year. Um, after that, uh, I've got South Carolina next. I do think Spencer Rattler's dog shit quarterback. I weirdly do think that they actually have some weapons in South Carolina. The fact that they won some games last year, despite having a quarterback who started the season as a graduate assistant and still <laughs> yeah. won some games is yeah. kind of impressive. Yes. So while Spencer Rattler's not great, he's better than what they've had there. And it's sad to say, but it's, it's very true. Yeah. Um, I think Vandy's been on the rise. Vandy's been getting a little bit better every year, um, even since Franklin left. I've got them going ahead of South Carolina. Next up is Florida. I don't think Florida's that good. They're getting some preseason hype. They're getting some, some talk about how they might be somewhat back. They're not. They never will be until Urban Meyer decides to come back there for a second stint. Um, so I got them next there. Um, you know, at the top of the division, I, I really, 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 really wish I could put Kentucky ahead of Georgia, but I can't do it. And, and the reason why, I mean, there's two reasons. One is I don't know the last time Kentucky's beat Georgia, but more importantly, if you look at Georgia's schedule, sadly, and it kills me to say this, they are going to go 12 and 0 going into the title game. So, or into the SEC title game, they play number 11, Georgia or uh, Oregon, Oregon in, the yeah. in the Chick-fil-A kickoff, which is closer to home for them than it is for Oregon. It's right in their backyard. All right. Then they don't play another ranked opponent until week 11 when they're at Kentucky, Samford at South Carolina, Kent state at Mizzou, hosting Auburn, hosting Vandy, hosting Florida, Tennessee at Mississippi state at Kentucky, hosting Georgia tech. They're going to go 12 and 0 because they don't play Alabama in the regular season. So I hate to say it, but they're going to win the East in the West. All right. I've got LSU last. Brian Kelly's too busy choreographing Jackie Moon style, his players dance routines to coach a football game. I don't think he was that good when he was at Notre Dame. Yes. I understand the fact that he did go to the national title game and make the college football playoff while there. I don't think Notre Dame was ever that good when he was there. I don't think he's that good of a coach. Uh, ahead of them, Auburn. I agree with everything Cade said. Auburn's not the powerhouse they were when Gene Chizik was there. They're not the powerhouse they were when Hugh Freeze was there to some extent. Obviously, they weren't as good, but they still won some games. They're not winning that many games now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go a little bit different here. Cade's not going to like it. I got Ole Miss next. Um, Lane Kiffin has done some good things some places. He's done some shitty things some places. I think he's a horrendous human being, but I do think Matt Corral is a very good quarterback. I think their success last year was because Matt Corral was Matt Corral. Now they don't have him anymore. It's okay. It's okay. Um, after that, going next here, and it kills me to it. I got to go ahead and say Mississippi State next. I love Mike Leach. I hope he wins the SEC West this year. I don't see him doing it anytime soon. But I think Mike Leach is a very, very good football coach. Say whatever you want. He's won everywhere he's been. He's going to win at Mississippi State eventually. I just don't think it's his time yet. I see Cade's look. He won at Texas Tech. They're top 10 in the country. He won at Washington State. 
They didn't win the Pac-12, but they were a hell of a lot better than when they were 0-12 when he got there. After Mississippi State, I've got Arkansas. I agree with everything Cade said there. They're definitely up and coming. They're as good as they've been since Ryan Mallett was there. And that's saying something. They were pretty good when Ryan Mallett was there. Um, they did lose a little bit last year. They lost a pretty good receiver, but they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be just fine this year again. Um, I also have Texas A&M next. It kills me to say it because I don't think A&M's as good as the hype. I don't think that they're that good. Jimbo Fisher, I'm not a big fan, but he's had a lot of success everywhere he's been. He obviously was very good at Florida State, left Florida State. He's done pretty good things with Texas A&M. I think they're beatable. I saw them play Colorado live last year at Mile High Stadium, or now it's in Power Field, and they won that game 10-7. Their offense isn't everything it's cracked up to be. You could beat them with a pretty good defense. And then Alabama's Alabama. I mean, Bryce Young's back. It's like Cade said, it doesn't matter who's playing receiver for them. They've got 15 dudes. Like, their 15th wide receiver is better than number one wide receiver at 100 colleges in the country. Um, and then for me, it's, you know, I hated saying that Georgia's going to win the East because I don't think they're as good. They lost their entire defense. They lost Cook. They lost their best receiver. They lost a lot of pieces from that team last year. N'Kobe Dean by himself and Jordan Davis, those two by themselves, that's basically their whole defense right there. Um, so for me, I mean, I, I think Alabama rolls, and I mean like 65 to 7 rolls Georgia in the SEC championship game to go on to the college football playoff. All right, Alonzo, SEC East, SEC West, and the champ. Or SEC East. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this short because – there's really only two teams that I think are going to be relevant in the East. Okay. And those are Georgia and Kentucky. Um, I look, looking at their schedules when they meet in the last and the next or last game of the season, they can both be seven and no in the sec, whether they will be or not. I mean, people, teams have hiccups one or the other could stumble. Right. But they could be seven and no and the games at Kentucky. And so I can see Kentucky squeaking this out. And it doesn't matter what happens the following week. Georgia plays Georgia Tech the following week. Kentucky plays Louisville. It doesn't fucking matter. At that point, you're, whoever wins that game is 8-0 in the SEC East, and they've won the each. That's it. That's, that's it. It doesn't – nothing else matters. I'm, I'm kind of hedging my bets on Kentucky in that one. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know why. I get, I get this feeling. And I, th I think Mark Stoops is a little bit pissed about what uh, John Calipari said the other day about we're, we're a basketball school. Mark Stoops like, have you not seen what we've done? We were 10 and three last year. When, when was the last time the Kentucky team was 10 and three? You know, you're so I think a baseball a, school, too. What's that? You're a baseball school, too. You're pretty good at baseball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, I, I, he, I think he took a little like, and so if you're a football player, you kind of ride this like, you know, we're, we're a little more than what you're saying we are. I think, I think this is a breakthrough year for them. Unfortunately for them, they run into Alabama in the championship game. And I'm with Jeremy, and it's going to be like 70 to 14 or something like that. Now, I do want to say something. Um, and, Cade, I think you're absolutely – I think you're right about Auburn not being good. I don't think they'll be three and nine bad. But they're going to give all their fans this, these high hopes. Okay. By the way, for full disclosure, uh, you know, I, I'm, I went to New Mexico State. I went to an Auburn, um, New Mexico State game at Auburn. It was the homecoming game because 
they have to schedule someone they're going to kill. So they schedule New Mexico State. They destroyed us. But the fans were, the, I mean, they were awesome. The tailgating was fun. It was a good time. Da, da, da. And uh, my wife and I both became like, hey, man, this, and it's a cool little town, by the way. My, my brother still works there. He works at Auburn. It's a cool town. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying it to say, you know, uh, do I have a little bias? Sure. But I'm going to show you how I can get away from that bias. They're going to start 5-0. and And then they're going to end up 6-6. Six and six. So at 5-0, and people are going to be like, oh, my God, look at them. They are a top-10 team. And then they're going to fall off the face of the earth like they did last year under Brian Harson. And you're right. Harson may be gone after this season. Um, I don't know that that was ever a good fit. He left a really good gig at Boise State. No, it wasn't an SEC gig, but he could win there. You know, not everyone is cut out for the SEC. Not and it's it's not that's not a bad thing. There there are schools that you can coach in, and schools that you're like, this is a little over my head. I think he's it might be a little over his head. I really really think that they'll start five and zero. I mean, the hardest game they'll have in those first five games is LSU, who's not look. I mean, they have Brian Kelly. I don't think he's going to fit there. So they have Mercer, San Jose State, Penn State at Auburn. And that was a close game last year at Penn State. So Auburn's going to beat them at Auburn. Missouri, who sucks, and then LSU. So people are, oh, we're 5-0. and Oh, look at us. We're ranked number 12. Well, now we're rolling into Georgia. You can get your ass kicked. Going to Ole Miss, you're going to get beat. Arkansas coming to you. Now you're lost two in a row and you're kind of down and you're going to lose that one. Mississippi State and Mississippi State. Yeah, they might not be great, but Mike Leach is going to pull that one out. Uh, Texas A&M, oh, shit. Now we're under, you know, we're four and four or whatever. Wait a minute. Western Kentucky, yay. Now we're six and five. And then we play and we get killed. I think they're going to have six and six. I think Brian Harson. Um, and he may he may resign instead of getting fired. He's probably going to have some some mid major openings just waiting for him. They're not going to pay him when he gets paid at Auburn, but he'll be able to build to rebuild his his own brand as as a as a mid major wizard, um, and that'll be that. So I, I don't think Auburn will be three and nine. I think they'll go six and six, and they'll give their fan base this hope that at five and zero oh, we're you know we're national championship. No, we're, you're not. Uh, unfortunately, I mean. You could beat Mercer every game of the year. It doesn't mean you're going to beat Alabama the last game of the year. But again, I got East. Uh, I got Kentucky, Alabama. Alabama blows them out, and like you, everyone I think has agreed so far. I think Mike is probably going to agree too. The SEC, the winner is going to the uh, the, the playoff. So that's where I'm at. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Um, so what's that thing that motorcycle gangs and like really drunk white chicks say all the time ride or die motherfuckers all right let's go through the sec east and let me explain to you why the real university of south carolina fighting gamecocks are going to win all right and here's the whole reason the whole reason it all goes back to spencer rattler okay and on this show i've expressed my feelings for spencer rattler no no you don't know where this is going yet okay Spencer Rattler has a very a very large ego that is very easily bruised. All of the people on offense are going to see his bullshit, and they're going to be like, dude, we got to actually pick it the fuck up, or else all of us are going to be cut. All right? So because of how bad Spencer Rattler is, that is going to jumpstart the run game big time, and they're going to run their way to the SEC title game where they will eventually lose, but that's, you know, 
that's way off in the future. You're, so you're using the Texas Tech motto as to why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the whole reason why I, I'm not looking at this part of the SEC in any rational form. Okay, so, so folks, let's just you, say you heard that. it right here. Mike Stoes just said Texas Tech could win the SEC East. <laughs> not looking at it you know rationally come on come on but let's go i'm saying it's science i i want to i want to say something real quick you know you guys in south carolina would not be stuck with spencer rattler had Jaden daniels told herm edwards he was going to transfer um he didn't tell him and he waited till the last second and rattler said fuck it i'm going to usc and then Jaden daniels says oh okay i'm leaving and he left so you wouldn't be stuck with him. You you may have a better quarterback. Um, yeah. Uh, but better said up 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 here, you know, mentally. Uh, he talent wise, he's fucking skilled. He's just he's a he's a prick, and he falls apart. Like you said, he falls apart pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So I think everybody else is really going to just step up and help him out. Starting with the first game of the season with Georgia State coming to town. Yeah. Um, it's. It's going to be closer than it should be, but that's going to be the kick in the ass they need for the next week when South Carolina goes into Arkansas and surprises the shit out of them, right? The next week, Georgia comes to South Carolina. I've been to a couple of Georgia-South Carolina games where South Carolina should have gotten blown out in Columbia. I'm telling you, when... If it ain't swaying, they ain't playing down in Carolina, baby. It's going down. Georgia's not going to be able to handle that. They're going to way overlook the Gamecocks, and it's going to cost them. The next week, the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, one of my favorite universities on the planet. Love me some, yeah, love me some Niners, man. I used to work for them. I love those breweries right across the street. It's my jam. Oh yeah, baby. Unfortunately for the Niners, they're going to lose that one big time, Um, as is South Carolina State the next weekend, October 1st. Um, South Carolina heads up to Kentucky. This one, um, and again, I'm not using logic here, folks. Um, Kentucky has low-key made the Gamecocks their bitch for like the past decade. Like games that South Carolina should not have lost, they have lost to Kentucky when Kentucky was fucking nobody. I think this is revenge year for them. The next big next week would be Texas A&M heading into Columbia, South Carolina. Um, Texas A&M, they're just going to be all hungover because, you know, I'm going to invite Manziel down to Columbia and be like, hey, you should take out your team um, and show them how to really drink because they say you're a bitch. And then all of them are going to have car insurance. That's really shitty, but they're also going to lose. He's so. reformed now, dude. He's not Johnny anymore. He's John football now. He's a grown uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John sure. Football. Jonathan football. Sure, sure. John so, football. He's reformed. So October 29th, uh, Mizzou heads into South Carolina. Uh, I mentioned it earlier that Missouri is well well in a way the fake Columbia. Hold on a sec. And there we go. So Mizzou is the fake Columbia. So they're going to head into the real Columbia and be like, oh my God, we are way out of our element here. Um, so I, I, we just can't take it. They're going to lose, uh, you know, uh, super fans wise, 112 to three. So, you know, that'll be that. 
Next up, South Carolina heads up to Vanderbilt. They smoke them, and Vanderbilt teaches them how to spell AC or um, ACT. Why not? We'll go with that. Then afterwards, South Carolina heads down to Florida. Um, yeah, they fucking win down there. Florida's just trash. They get eaten by an actual alligator. It's going to be just awful. Don't tune in for that. Tennessee, sure. Rocky Top comes down to Columbia, South Carolina, too. Um, even in November, it's humid as fuck. It is awful. Um, and Tennessee's just like, oh, my God, I can't go and spy in the women's locker room. What do I do? And then they lose because they have, remember, they have to play football. And then to end off the season, Clemens coming off of just so many injuries, pride-wise and otherwise, they just come up and, uh, you know, Dabo says, oh, man, I, I wish my best friend and the only reason that we were good, Brett Venables, was still here. And then they end up losing um in clemson one of the times that they have lost in recent memory i was there when jeff garcia was the quarterback for the university of south carolina south carolina was starting to pull away a little bit in the first half at halftime i have never seen such a mass exodus from a stadium so all the people that oh my god clemson fans and we're hardcore well try losing a little bit and say you're still actually a real fan but if, so, if you don't, if you don't mind me jumping in, it, that would be Stephen Garcia. Jeff Garcia played at San Jose State. Stephen Garcia, I apologize. Jeff Garcia also played for about forty-seven NFL teams in his career. Yeah, yeah. that's true too. That's true too. Stephen Garcia is just best known for uh, landing in jail and then coming out and throwing the football pretty good. Sometimes was that before or after Smelly? We don't have to talk about that. So moving on to the West. So, uh, so, Bam- hold on, hold on. So just to be clear, you have South Carolina going twelve and zero uh yeah yeah i do uh have you ever heard of ride or die ride or yeah, die? i've heard of it i and I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go i'm gonna go put five bucks down on ride or die that's what i'm gonna do holy I fuck you put I five bucks of, down on him to win their first cocaine. four games i'm gonna make i'm gonna i'm gonna make like seventy thousand dollars off this guys you ever heard of crack cocaine Hey man, it's five o'clock somewhere. I'm in I'm in Albuquerque. We've heard of crack cocaine. <laughs> well, Stoats must have took some with him from Albuquerque. Oh Lord. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, in, you know, Kate, I didn't hear you really <laughs> spouting your beloved Ole Miss Rebels too well. You know what? Right. I go by because I, I go by logic. No, the I'm Matt Corral show's over. Stokes went hardcore, and I'm down with that. Because if we were going through independence, I'd be like, New Mexico State's going to run the fucking table. And they're not. But I, w- I would ride and die with them, baby. So uh, the lane train's about to hit a brick wall. Everybody knows he's going to lose the pirate ship that is Mich- uh, Mississippi State. In the egg bowl. <laughs> Bro, whatever bullshit you're on, you can fuck off. Ooh, wow. Lane Kiffin, the fucking quarterback whisperer, tell him to have his quarterback throw it 90 times a game. Rotator cuffs be damned. Mike Leach for life. Okay, okay, so you're going to sit here and tell me that the lane train is going to stop with two of the best transfer transfer running backs in the country coming to Ole Miss, still a top wide receiver in O.J. Mingo, and then we have, okay, Luke Altmaier, he had very minimal play, playing time last year, 
And then you have uh, what's his what's his dick from uh, Southern California coming in with one of the top top tight ends coming in, and you're gonna sit here and tell me that the lane train is stopping? Bullshit! Bullshit! Fucking Mike Leach! Um, you fucking kidding me? He's like twelve and twenty five in his all time <laughs> career against top twenty five teams. Mike Leach can suck on one. Okay, they are. Mike trash. Leach has never been left at an airport after getting fire <laughs> that is true <laughs> i'm sorry i had so to. mike reach one lane zero. Oh shit oh my god okay mike, well that mike. might be true but lane kiffin probably bangs better bitches than fucking mike leach okay <laughs> that's all there is to it michael go ahead and go with your sec west <clears throat> I mean, I Get thought that was obvious. It's Bam. It's Bama. Bama ends up winning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to go on the USC rant, and then these two are just like, "Hey, you know, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin." After being like, "Oh wait, this guy's on drugs." Let's talk about some other topic that is very drug adjacent. All right. So that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh. Holy fuck! After all that, we absolutely need a break. When we come back, we'll discuss. The college football playoff alignments. Holy fuck. That's going to be bad. And then we'll get to our Alex Moran player of the week. Stay tuned. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations, where 21 means 21, et cetera, et cetera. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Plaster Negotiations. Let's get into the college football playoff scenario. So, Alonzo wanted to also let us know that he has more Jack Daniels, I believe it is, and uh, Soul Chalada. Chalada. Yeah. So, this will be my my fourth Chalada and my second uh, two-ounce drink of Jack Daniels. Third third two-ounce drink. I don't remember, but it's it is my fourth gelato. Old number seven, gotta love it. Jeremy, what are you sipping on? Um, I have a local brew here, the Ale of Minerva from Black Sky Brewery in Denver, Colorado, uh, mm. which is in I think it's an eight point one percenter. Oh shit! Uh, and it'll get you drunk. And the girl on the cover has a skull on her head. No, it's it's a stout. Okay, I love it, love it. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I got a couple of, well, one local beer um, from the Portsmouth Brewery, not to be confused with the one in Ohio, which again I'm from that state, and God fuck that state. But I got a nice little Weissenheimer wheat ale, and about to crack open my favorite beer from the golden state golden roads mango cart god i love that i've been there you have been there you have been there do they are they selling that on the east coast or do you have to like fucking special order that shit i saw it on the east coast yeah yeah i i have to go down to boston for it but that's no big deal so how how far are you from boston uh about an hour that's it yeah that's it nice yeah, yeah, don't have to deal with 
with that many chowder heads and you know it's nice so maybe i'll move to new hampshire bro yeah yeah that'd be fun that'd be fun cool i i think i think our girls would hate it but we'd, we'd have a blast <laughs> live free or die Cade, what you sipping on i'll probably die <laughs> <laughs> oh god i don't know you might you might drink the boss but is it bostonians is that what you want to call them i'll drink them under the table no oh, okay no <laughs> No, they got nothing to live for but to kill their livers. So, <laughs> what you sipping on, boy? I'm just sipping on some Michelob Ultra, just traditional. Mickey. Not going too, not gonna too wild. Um, Are you a recovering alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, from my time of living in Bama. No, that that would be if he's if he's drinking Keystone Light, bro. Let's let's let's. It, let's that is true. Let's, uh, let's, uh, give, no, let's, just, let's give him a little bit of credit. Let's give him a little bit of credit. No, just just sticking to this for right now because I got to be at the stadium so early, so nothing too crazy. You don't want the hangovers; you're hydrating. I get it. Damn it, dude! I forgot to put my steaks out to thaw. Fuck! Damn. I guess I'm gonna buy some. Whenever I get into a workout kick, the ultra is all I'll drink, and I'll have a couple just to just to get that feeling out of like I need a beer. But right now I'm not working out, so who cares? And as always, all of the beers and such that we mention on this show are, um, you know, we're not sponsored by them. We just like them. Um, I guess Cade with the Mickey's too. So, you know, not we'll getting anything from them. We'll never be sponsored by Ultra because they suck. But if Hollerhead wants to jump on, I'm just saying there's still a spot here available. It's filling up quick, but you can have it. Yeah, Ultra, yeah. Ultra, you can sponsor me, bro. I'll, I'll take your money. I'll drink your beer. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll redo them. You know, I, I thought me and Jeremy were I thought me and Jeremy were building a trust bridge. I thought we were building an alliance and letting oh, Ryan it's been shattered today. I know, dude. <laughs> God damn. I thought I thought Kale was my mortal enemy with his whole hatred of Bailey's app thing, but all of a sudden me and Kate are just like <laughs> Okay, so so Kate, last week you Wait. were drinking Bud Light, right? You had some Bud Light from leftovers from the night before, some shit. You know, if, they, if they'll sponsor us, I'll drink it with you, bro. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Hell yeah. All right. So, I mean, I, I figured if they paid me, I probably wouldn't if they didn't. Well, if they didn't, I wouldn't, but I'll, I'll gladly drink it with you. They sponsor it. I don't, you know, I mean, if I'm going to sell my soul to someone, it'll be to a beer company, not to fucking, you know, <laughs> not, you know, not, not to like, oh, sleep, Jim. You know what I mean? Fuck that noise. If I'm, I'm going to put on some life, man. Dig it. Whatever it is, bro, I'm down. Right. And we ready to roll here? Ready to roll, bro. And as always, our opinions do not constitute any of those by any of the beer and or liquor people that we have mentioned. So let's get into the playoff games and such. So let's start with the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl not to be confused with any of the other Chick-fil-A games. Cade, who plays in the Chick-fil-A Bowl and who wins it? Is this one and four or two and three? Do you know? Two and three. Two and, two and three. three. Okay. The two, two. be determined sponsor Fiesta Bowl is the one versus the four. Okay. Gotcha. So I got I gotta think about this. All right. So we're thinking of two and three. All right. So for me, who is it gonna be? It's gonna be Ohio State versus the mighty tide of Alabama with Ohio state sitting at two Alabama sitting at three. And I can dive into that if you want me to, or do you want me to wait? Go ahead. I'm into it. So 
The reason I've got them sitting back is I have Alabama losing to Texas A&M again this year. I do have them losing to Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M is returning a lot of defensive players. They have the number two scoring defense in the country. They bring in Max Johnson from LSU, although he's a bit of a bitch. I think he's he's pretty good with the ball. I think he can figure it out. Um, they're going to have their hands full playing at Alabama, but I'm going to give the edge to Texas A&M this year. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try them for one year. I'm going to see what happens. But the reason I don't have them winning the West is because they're going to fuck around and find out by somebody else. Probably going to be uh, either Arkansas or they'll probably blow one, honestly, to Ole Miss. Um, they struggle against Ole Miss for some reason. So that's why I have them losing the West. Then what happens is Bama goes to the E or faces the East in the SEC championship. Texas A&M is sitting at five. Georgia sitting at four. Bama beats Georgia and knock them out. Um, and then Texas A&M walks into the number four spot. Uh, but in that time, Alabama has recuperated and they're sitting at the, you know, the number three spot behind Clemson sitting at one uh, just because they don't play anybody. Um, and then Ohio State's going to take one loss to somebody in here. Uh, so that's why I've got them sitting at two. Michigan. Okay. Ohio, Ohio State versus Bama. I've got Bama spanking that ass. Okay. Jeremy. Yeah, the two versus three for me. I've got USC as the two. Um, reason being that their schedule is absolute dog shit. They're homing against Rice at Stanford, hosting Fresno State, which weirdly might be one of the tougher games on their schedule. Uh, at Oregon State, hosting Arizona State, hosting Washington State. The biggest game on their schedule is probably at number seven, Utah. But by that point in the year, Utah is already going to have two losses, so it doesn't matter. At Arizona, hosting Cal, hosting Colorado, host, uh, at UCLA. And then number five, Notre Dame, who, again, I think is very overrated. Now, Notre Dame will only have one loss going into that game. And I know I'm going on a tangent here, but if you look at their schedule, they're going to lose week one to Ohio State. Then they've got Marshall, Cal, North Carolina, BYU, Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson, who they'll beat, uh, Navy, Boston College, and then they finish at USC. They're going to go 10-2 and and not make the college football playoffs. So, for me, USC is the two. I've got Georgia as the three, even though, as I said earlier in the show, I think their dog shit don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Them going 12-0 and because of their shitty schedule going into the SEC championship – They'll go. They should be the four. But as we saw last year, where Michigan should have been the number one seed going into the college football playoffs and was the two, it's going to be the same thing this year. They don't want Alabama and Georgia to play each other in the first round of the playoffs. So for me, the two and the three in the Peach Bowl is going to be USC absolutely demolishing Georgia, who two weeks in a row Going into Alabama for the SEC championship and their very next game against USC, they might lose those two games by a combined score of 167 to 12. Throwing out there right now. More Vegas odds. I love it. Alonzo. All right. Are we just talking about Peach Bowl right now? Or are we doing all yep. three? Peach, Peach Bowl. Bowl. All right. Well, I got USC and Ohio State, two and three. Um, I don't think Clemson loses a regular season game. You know, and I think Alabama loses one and and, and pick it because there's that there's it's the SEC. They're going to run into a team that they're going to have an off week. The other team's going to be at the top of their game and they'll lose by a field. What it could be AM, like Kate said. I mean, they, they seem AM used to play them really well in the past, you know, seven, eight years. And win or lose, it seemed they seem to play them well. I'm not going to even say it's going to be in the uh, Iron Bowl because 
by that time, Auburn is going to be six and five and they're not going anywhere. And they're just, the writing's on the wall. But I, I think it's Ohio State USC going into there. The Rose Bowl is pissed because <laughs> you have your Big Ten back, those, your champs playing each other in the fucking Peach Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think, I honestly think USC would, you know, honestly is, is going to is gonna beat them. They'll, they'll roll. Um, we're not playing in cold weather in the Midwest. It's going to be in a controlled temperature, controlled environment, and they're going to win that game. Um, so that, that's what I have for the, for the Peach Bowl. All right. So USC over Ohio State. Yes, sir. All right. Cool. For mm-hmm. mine, I got number two, NC State, with an incredible season facing off against uh, number three, Michigan squad, who runs into some late uh, problems but still comes out as, uh, you know, their conference champs. I got Michigan winning it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's about it for that one. Next up, we got the number one and the number four, allegedly. And, you know, like I said earlier, I've seen a couple of different, like, sponsor who's sponsoring the Fiesta Bowl. So I think it's VRBO or yeah, Verbo. Yeah. Yeah, I confirm that it's no longer Battle Frog because I, I don't even know what they do, but it was the coolest name that's ever sponsored a bowl. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 looking it up, and it says the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. I don't so know. There's the not fuck. there's not like the War Turtle Fiesta Bowl going on this year, or like the fucking like I don't know, fucking Massacre Hawk or Battle Frog. I, no, okay. uh, I think those are next year's. I don't uh, know. I could be wrong. So apparently Verbo created the first online platform for travelers to book private whole homes, beach houses, and cabins and condos for their family vacations. No, VRBO is actually legit, dude. It's like Airbnb, but a lot of the times it's weirdly actually better. So that's basically what they do. But that, That's what it is. It's, it's their festival right now. So Yeah, I'm not going to get into my VRBO experiences because they left me stranded without shelter in a very bad situation, but that's neither here nor there. You know who's never left you stranded without shelter? Howlerhead. Sponsor us. That's right. Howlerhead. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know who and else had left me without shelter? Motel 6. No, never mind. Don't. don't. Never mind. Sorry, Motel 6. But Red Ration is on the books. Alonzo, <laughs> let's go ahead and hear. Who are your number one and number four seeds heading into the uh, who knows the sponsor possibly Verbo Fiesta Bowl, and All who right. wins? All right, this 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 is gonna be fun. I'm gonna Bama at four because I, again I think they they stumble somewhere. Okay, one loss, but the SEC champion is gonna get in. You got Clemson not losing the game um, again because ACC sucks, and the voters are gonna look at it and say, well, they haven't lost a game, so they're the best team in the country. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Alabama blows them out, but Alabama beats them. I mean, if, if blowout is 10 or 10 points or more then yeah, they blow them out. Um, I think I'll, uh, Clemson cleaves it close for, you know, maybe a quarter and a half get to the halftime. It's probably 21 to 10 and then Bama just runs and just destroys them at that point. Um, so that's, I guess what I got, I got Alabama Clemson, Alabama clubbing out and in the Fiesta Bowl. Jeremy. Yeah. So I don't have Clemson going into the college football playoff at all. Here's my reason why. 
I know they have a really, really, really tough early season schedule with Georgia Tech, Furman, Louisiana Tech, and then without Sam Hartford or Hartman, Wake Forest. But after the Furman University Christian Knights. Yeah, that's right. The Fox. Um, I see NC State potentially beating them. As I said earlier in the show, Syracuse is going to beat them at home uh, Saturday, October 22nd, 2020. Everybody mark, mark your calendars for that day. Syracuse is going to win that game. Um, I also see them losing at Notre Dame the following weekend. And so I don't see Clemson getting in. So for me, Alabama is going to go undefeated. Nick Saban's pissed off at the world right now. Not only did he lose to Kirby Smart last year, but he also lost to Jimbo Fisher, two former assistants, after he'd never lost to an assistant or maybe one time in his life before that. Uh, so because of that, he's just going to be pissed off the entire world, and they're going to go undefeated going into that. The number one seed, Alabama, is going to play the University of Michigan, who, as I said before, should be the three. But because there's so much human involvement, they should be the three. They'll be the four. Same way they got kind of fucked last year into being the two instead of the one when they should have been the one and played Cincinnati. Once again, Georgia and Alabama won't be allowed to play each other, just like last season. And so it'll be Alabama against Michigan. I love my Wolverines. Unfortunately, my Wolverines are not the powerhouse in 2022 that the University of Alabama is. Tied all the way by a landslide, the way that the reigning champs landslide beat the shit out of Michigan last year. Although, I'm going to say right now, J.J. McCarthy will be the starting quarterback by that point in the year for the University of Michigan. So it'll be a little bit better than it was last year, but not nearly as much as it needs to be. Cade. Alabama didn't play Michigan last year, did they? No, Georgia did. But oh, okay. Michigan I'm missing Michigan should have been the number one seed in the college football playoffs. They became the number two because they didn't want Georgia and Alabama to play each other in the first round. So Alabama went one, Michigan went two, Georgia went three. Instead of Alabama playing Georgia, Michigan playing Cincy, Michigan plays Georgia because they don't want two SEC teams to play each other three times in the season, which happened anyway. Yeah. You can try to play around as much as you want, but at the end of the day, like when it gets on the gridiron – they're the two best teams. Um, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I feel like I feel like Clemens is gonna probably handle uh, Notre Dame. I just I just don't believe in Notre Dame. If you can't commit to picking a division or a conference, then you can't commit to winning. Uh, the only reason they ever get there is because they pick baby schools to play with. So um, I feel like Clemson is gonna handle Notre Dame, and they'll handle just about anybody else they have to play. And then they're going to squeak through. The right teams are going to lose the right times. So they'll they'll end up at the number one seed, unrightfully so. Um, but I will say, I don't know who I'm going to give this edge to because I, I have them playing Texas A&M. Because like I said, Texas A&M is going to beat Bama. They're going to they're going to get overhyped. They're going to they're going to have the the hangover effect, and they're going to choke somebody. Um, and then they're going to be just patiently waiting, and Bama's just going to hand Georgia that ass and that's going to be the end of it and so Georgia is going to be out Texas A&M is going to squeak in I don't know who I give it to in Texas A&M versus Clemson because they just did a home and a home series if I'm not correct it's like what 2019 2020 or 2018 2019 and did they split or was it Texas A&M both ways I actually I just think it was Clemson both ways yeah I was it? it was Clemson yeah I, I can't remember off the top of my head I think um, it's who cares against who fucking gives a shit? That 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 too. That <laughs> All too. right, that's fair enough. Um, but I, I will say I think Clemson will take Texas A&M. I, I 
Texas A&M has not been in those shoes. They don't know how to handle that height. Um, or they might just set it out because they've set out important games in the years past, <clears throat> Ole Miss, because they're pussies. Um, and so they'll forget that they're actually in the playoffs, so they'll set it out thinking that they're going to go to the national championship by setting it out. Um, so then you got Clemson versus Alabama. Alabama is going to wipe the fucking floor with them. With Jameer Gibbs coming in from Georgia Tech, one of the best running backs in the entire college football uh, last year. And then you got Ohio State's like best receiver transferring in. That, like I said, they are just reloading. They do not give a fuck. They don't recruit. They just reload. Um, so Alabama is going to wipe the floor. Unfortunately, for the love of all that is fucking holy in this world, we're going to have to listen to Bama fans yet again claim another national title. Roll tears. Um, nope. <laughs> I know. I, I fucking hate being from Alabama. That's all you hear. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. I fuck my cousin. Roll tide. <laughs> Fucking hate that shit, man. <laughs> fucking hate that. I need Auburn to get their shit together. Please, for the love of God, get oh, your baby. shit together. Get it fucking together. Yeah, yep. thank you. Get your shit together, Auburn. I need y'all back in this competing to push Alabama out. But unfortunately, Bama's going to win the whole thing. Not a much of a big surprise there. All right. Well, you skipped ahead a little bit, but that's okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, those, those, those ultras will do it to you. So they will. They will. So hydrated right now. His brain's just thinking on a higher level than everybody else. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> you're, such, <laughs> you're such a dick. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So for the Verbo oh. Battle Frog Tostitos um, McDonald's Fiesta Bowl, I got Bama versus. The I'm a man, I'm 40s with Bama fucking rolling. Because I mean, Oklahoma State shouldn't be there, but that's yeah. just the way it worked out with the bracket and such. So, next up, we got the national title game, and Cade already kind of gave us his synopsis of Clemens v. Bama with Bama rolling. Um, so let's move on. Alonzo. Who do you have in the national title game and who wins? All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you who I have. Then I'm going to go a little explanation as to why someone else didn't sneak in. Okay. So I got USC and Bama. USC is in Southern California, not South Carolina. Unfortunately, Mike, the, the real I don't US, have them in either. So um, I mean, but I mean, the, the real USC doesn't get in the USC who, you know, yeah. Yeah. From the other side of the country gets it. I have them. I have them playing Alabama. Um, I don't know that, and y'all are gonna hate me for saying this. Okay, I don't know that Alabama has faced an offense like Lincoln Riley's in a while, if ever. I mean, Gus Malzahn had like a gimmick offense, and you know they ran a lot of gimmicky plays. Lincoln Riley just—he's creative as shit. And he will come up with so much crap for you to throw at you. So much crap to throw at you. And I think if they get into a high-scoring game, USC beats Alabama in the championship game. And that would be hilarious to watch just because it's Lincoln Riley's first year at USC coming off the shitty last year with Clay Hilton and whoever the hell replaced him halfway through the year. If he, I don't know if he got can every through the year. But – um, you know, the SEC has moved into the 21st century with offenses, but they still have not faced a fucking offense like Lincoln Riley's. They, they, I mean, you, I mean 
Alabama has not faced, you know, Oklahoma in the playoff or what have you. You Lincoln know, Riley's also never faced the team that has Division One defenses. So you're, you're right. You're right. So I mean, I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to discount that because that that's that's completely accurate. I just think if if they get into a high scoring game, if it's a high scoring, I think USC beats Alabama in the championship game. Okay, um, which would be a shocker to everyone. But I'm going to go on limb and say USC can outscore Alabama. Not, not, not necessarily. If it becomes a you know seventeen to fourteen game, they're gonna they're, they're gonna lose. They've got to outscore them. They've got to understand we're we're gonna get scored on, so we just got to keep fucking scoring. And so this is a game that I see going to the thirties and forties. You know, you're talking forty one thirty seven game. Um, the last time USC was in the national title game, they lost forty one thirty eight to freaking Texas. Mm-hmm. They needed they need to invert that score. But I think if they if they can get into a high scoring game, the national championship game, USC beats Alabama. And so I'm going to go on the limb and say USC beats Alabama in a high scoring national championship game. Now, if I may, I want to go back real quick. Yeah. So you know. One of the teams that we talked about, you know, we talked about the Big 12, and I, I mentioned Baylor winning the Big 12. One of the reasons I don't mention Baylor in the in the college football playoff is because there is a um, there's a team that's kind of sneaky, and they don't play up to their potential. And it's funny, you know, because uh, Jeremy had mentioned earlier how Utah with John Smith. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking BYU. The last two years, they've been right there on, on the brink. They blew it to Coastal Carolina a couple of years ago. Last year, they went 11-2 and two or 11-3. and three. But BYU, the second week of the season, has Baylor at BYU. And if hmm. Baylor can't find uh, – Baylor could win the Big 12 without, without beating BYU. But if they don't beat BYU, they're not going to get into the CFP. You know what I mean? And that, that is, to me, a trap game. That that's a trap game. I mean, people going. It's it's just BYU. One of my best friends, Mike. You know him, Pat. Yeah. He's he's a BYU alum. No longer no longer Mormon. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, he's not. He'll he'll throw down with us all day. So no, he'll throw down all day. But he will. Um, he he's been to many BYU games, and that that crowd when they get behind that team, it's ridiculous, and. You know, I, I'm not going to say the stuff that they yell from the stands, but you guys can finally figure it out from here. Um, and then they have, you know, you mentioned the um, the Zach Wilson era. Well, they had Jaron Hall last year, who is actually, he's actually fucking really good. Uh, I brought him up here last year. Okay, 189 of 296. You think, well, you can throw a lot of, well, they run the ball a lot. 2,583 yards, 20 touchdowns, five picks. Okay, um, I can see them surprising uh, like Baylor at, at home. You know what I mean? So Baylor has to go to BYU. The following week, B- BYU goes to Oregon. BYU loves playing these Northwest teams. They like playing Washington, Oregon, and Boise State, and they'll beat them on, on any, any, given, any given Saturday. And so like, all that to say, I don't think BYU is going to get the, 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 the end of the playoff. I'm not saying that at all. You know, if there's an independent who will get there, it'll be them. They, have, they actually have Notre Dame at home. On October eighth, okay, but then they have to face <laughs> Catholics v Mormons. Yeah, Catholics v Mormon. That's right. But I, I, what I'm saying is, I think BYU spoils the season for a couple of teams, and those teams are Baylor and Oregon, and that's why those two teams 
don't reach. And again, I didn't think Oregon could beat USC anyways, but I, that, I think that's why Baylor doesn't get, get to the college football playoff. I think they have an early season loss to BYU, and they probably roll through the rest of their schedule, um, but that early season loss cost them. That so, Alonzo, what, what happens in week one when Oregon plays Georgia in the Chick-fil-A, not Peach oh, Bowl fuck. classic? Is that well, not real Oregon season right there? Well, no, I so – I don't think that – because Georgia's fucking good. I don't think that or, that ends Oregon's season. When they go into week two or week – was it week three, what I, what I mentioned, that they play BYU, if they lose that game, they become one and two. They can end up ten and two, but you lost to BYU. No, no one's going to care if you lost to Georgia, but you lost yeah. to BYU. And you, yeah, lost I mean, to BYU, so- you lost to BYU at, at Oregon. You didn't lose to them in neutral field or at BYU. lost to them at, at Oregon. Well, it's also so interesting, too, because they still play USC at that point in the year. So they're one and two at that point with losses to BYU and Georgia, and then they beat USC. Realistically, they're not going to beat USC. Well, You're right. Them. So, yeah. So at that point, they're not going to be Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if they get lucky and somehow – and it's not going to happen. But if they happen to beat Georgia and then they lose to BYU, they're, they're fucked. Hmm. You know, if, if, if they lose to BYU and then they lose to USC, that, that's over. But I think, I think BYU is that team that – it, they're not going to make the CFP, but they, they will play spoiler. They're going to make sure someone else doesn't make it. And in this case, I picked Baylor to win the, the Big 12, but I think they don't make the CFP because people look back and say, well, you lost to fucking BYU, and that's that. So side note, doing my research here, actually Oregon and USC don't play this year. However, Oregon does play Utah in the second to last week of the season at home, oh, but still. Okay. So, I mean, and even at that, though, if Oregon goes and – loses that game or if they're you know whatever and one and that losses to BYU and who I don't think is that bad okay I, I I mean they're gonna join the I don't know if he's gonna be the big 12 by the time I join them it could be the big four um but wh- whoever they join whenever they jump in they're not that bad um but right now the way they're looked at they're not looked at like like Notre Dame if they were 11 to one they'd still be considered for us for the CFP if BYU goes 11 and one you lost the game you're not getting the CFP you know, yeah. I mean, just, that's just that it's 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 the name recognition. It's it's television rights. It's the CFP saying we need more money, blah, blah, blah. Not really isn't that probably Mormons in this country have more money than Catholics do. Um, but whatever. You know, I, 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 I just think I think I think they are a cop Starbucks cops don't trick them the way they trick the damn Catholics. <laughs> No, I, 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 like, the I, fix I, is I, in. I mentioned, I mentioned the very <laughs> I try to get my caffeine. <laughs> I, I mentioned the very beginning. I, I don't, I don't see them as a playoff team. I see them as a spoiler for a few teams. You know what I mean? That's all I see them as. Um, there, I think they can cost some teams the ability to get into the playoff. And one of those teams is Baylor. Um, yeah. Unfortunately for Baylor, playing at BYU, it's a whole other scenario. And the. Man, I'll tell you, my, my buddy who went there says the crowd, they don't they don't really hold back on what they say. And you're in fucking Provo, Utah. You know what they're saying. I'm not, I'm yeah. I, I and and Matt, Mike, you know Pat. He's he's not yeah. he's not all about that. He's not all about that. No, no, he's he, not. He, hate, he hates that shit. But he knows that that's that's the culture there. So you just kind of yeah. put your hands back and say, all right. You know, and, and so it's 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 a it's a tough destination to play at. I mean, people people don't don't think of it if they poo poo it. Okay, we'll schedule a game there and then poo poo it afterwards. Tell tell me tell me how I felt to play there. 
I think Baylor's going to figure that out pretty quickly. Baylor may win, okay, but they're going to come out thinking, "Fuck, man, that was a lot more of a battle than we thought." I mm. think Baylor's going to get going to lose that game, and that that's going to spoil their season. How the Mormons influence the national title game? Excellent. I love it. I love it. We had to write a paper about that. <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Jeremy, who is in the national title game and who wins it? Alabama, USC. Alabama wins by fucking nine thousand. Um, <laughs> we said before, Lincoln Riley is really, really good in conferences that don't play defense, and it's true. He is really good in conferences that don't play defense. He had a great record at Oklahoma. He's going to blow out every single team in the Pac-12, and he very well. I mean, Notre Dame's not what everybody thinks they are. No. Thank you. Thank you. He very well may go 12-0 and going into the college football playoff. And like I said before, like I could see him beating Georgia, who's not going to be that good this year to get in. Lincoln Riley is a phenomenal offensive coach. His team does not play defense. He doesn't play real defenses. Alabama plays real defense and real offense week in and week out. I've got Alabama over USC by freaking 30. I think it's, I don't know, like 45 to 15 because USC goes for too late. (laughs) That's great. Just to make it 30 and not 31. Why not? (laughs) To try to try to beat the spread. (laughs) <laughs> DraftKings is going to have big influence with that minus 31 and a half game so. <laughs> doesn't matter I'll already be a billionaire after my Virginia Tech 12 and 0 at home record <laughs> I've <laughs> got a dollar the, uh, them losing to a two loss Clemens in the ACC championship at that point is going to keep them out of the playoffs son of a bitch <laughs> Fucking Hokies. Oh, my God. Can't play Sandman at uh, Battle Frog Stadium. <laughs> Battle <laughs> Frog VRBO <laughs> Tostitos Stadium. Go play Sandman at the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. What's Belk? in Charlotte, North Carolina is Metallica. Oh, Lars will just bitch about it. It'll be great. I just hope they host BYU at some point in the near future. BYU is like, we're not going to play there because it's devil music. They probably drink coffee and have alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fucking Mighty Morphin Mormon Rangers. Let's go. (laughs) All right. So my picks for the national title game to keep it going, because we have the, I mean, my personal favorite segment coming up, Uh, but I have, Michigan and Alabama facing off in the national title game and Michigan wins. Let's go. Not for any fucking reason. Oh, other than this, they're running the cop McNabb to quarterback system. (laughs) I should upload a, uh, an image of uh, what the play cop McNabb is just to, Just so people can understand how demented the mind works. Um, Basically, you have two quarterbacks, they have zero, you win. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every offensive lineman is pulling in a different direction, um, so you can get literally no reads on the run. Anyways, um, the reason that I have Michigan beating Alabama is um, Nick Saban, I I always joke about it, but I'm also kind of serious about it that I really do think he just has a sack of frozen oranges 
in the locker room and just comes in like Negan from Walking Dead, just fucking whistling the whole time. It's like, eh, you guys want to go back to the rest of the state of Alabama where you don't have water and just looks at the sack of oranges like, eh, I think you got to play better and just like scares the shit out of them. And I think at that point, you're scared the shit out of me (laughs) right now. Yeah. Well, we don't upload the zoom part. I was just, you know, getting into character as it were. Pretty good. It's pretty good shit. But um, I think Bama plays an extremely grueling schedule. If I'm being really serious, it's the sec. Every game is going to be a fight. Michigan does not have that bad of a schedule. And I think they come in a hell of a lot more unscathed, than Bama, I think also that, you know, Michael Jordan likes winning and he is coming down on people to make it fucking happen at Michigan with them being, you know, like committed. You're Jordan. To, yeah, committed to the brand. And, you know, the hardball loser of them all, at some point you got to win something. You know, a blind mouse finds a piece of cheese, broken clocks right twice a day. I think they have what it takes to to get to that point, how they do it is going to be very convoluted. Um, but yeah, I just see Bama has been on top for so long. They got such a target. Everybody is going to come for the people on the opposite side of them, even, excuse me, in garbage time. So I think they're just going to come in way too injured, way too injured. You know, to, to your point, Mike, Alabama this year is playing Utah state. Louisiana Monroe, Vandy, who's a conference, but I mean, Vandy could be in the big West and compete, you know, for third or fourth place there and Austin Pete. Mm-hmm. So, um, and everyone yeah. else is, everyone else is just a fucking, it's a battle, you know? So those, those are, you almost look at those and think, you know, these are like, are we need these weeks to fucking recover because we just fought with fucking LSU and A&M you know, to Kate's point and, and, you know, whoever it is, you know, even, even though they're going to blow the shit out of Auburn, Auburn, that's, that came off wrong. Didn't it? They're going <laughs> to they're gonna blow out Auburn. We're keeping it in. <laughs> they can blow out Auburn pretty good. Um, Auburn's going to put up a fight because it's Iron Bowl and, and they're going to fight to the last whistle. And so they'll feel it. But so I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at Michigan's schedule, they open up against Colorado State. You know, no offense. I, I love the state of Colorado trying to get back out into that part of the nation, but man, it, they're not that good. Hawaii, not that good. Connecticut. Um oh. wow, why are they playing them? They still uh, FBS. Uh no, Connecticut actually, and I think they went back to was it Randy Edsel or whatever the fucker's yeah. name is. When Jordan Tossel was there like 12 years ago, they're pretty good. But I mean, they've maybe won 12 games in the last 12 years. So, oh, yeah. shit. UConn's head coach is Jim Mora. He used to coach for the Falcons, if you all remember him. Jim Mora Jr.? Holy shit. Mora Jr. Yeah. That's not going to make them better right away, but no. something. No. So- and then they play Maryland. Iowa will be their first real challenge. Um, then they play Indiana, so recovery week. Yeah, I put it in, you know, quotations as well. Um, and then they play Penn State, you know, come to Penn, and then they're going to win. Michigan State will be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, Rutgers, they're going to play their JV squad. Uh, Nebraska is probably going to be the same. Illinois is going to be a tune-up game for Ohio State, but yeah. 
So realistically, it's once again as is the case every year in the Big Ten East. Whoever wins between Ohio State and Michigan is going to go to the college football playoff. It's just they're both going to be eleven and zero going into that game. And don't get me wrong, I see Ohio State losing a game before then, like I said earlier. But even don't, if they don't, whoever don't, wins that game is going to the playoff. Don't sleep on Northwestern like that. Dude, Northwestern, <laughs> let me tell you, Nebraska needs to beat Northwestern in their first game. I, I wrote to Stokes on this. If they don't, Scott Frost needs to start packing his fucking bags because yeah. that's – Oh, that's, no, that's, no, no, no. They're yeah. going to leave him in the cornfields, bro. That is – no, <laughs> that, that's that's the end. I mean – If he, I'm not mistaken, too, because we talked earlier about Lane Kiffin getting left on the bus after he got fired. Is their first game of the season not in Dublin, Ireland? It's in Dublin, Ireland. It is. And they will leave his ass on the tarmac. God, God damn it, you guys so the, much uh, Atlantic Ocean. Yep, yep. So, you know, so Nebraska will one-up USC – and leaving them a tarmac in fucking Ireland instead of in wherever the fuck Arizona Scott, or whatever. Scott Frost, yeah, he he might be stuck as a, a man without a country at that point because I'm sure Ireland doesn't want him either. Yep, he, he'll be he'll be Tom Hanks' character in in Terminal. Mm, I, I was going to say he's probably going to get abducted by the remnants of the IRA, but you know, either one works. Either One's one, fun, you know, one is more realistic. So, that'd be a, so that'd one, be a good topic you know, half a dozen of the other. What's that, Gabe? <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be a good topic for Ryan because he's Irish. Yeah, we, don't bring it up with him. Ed, well, if, if we're going to talk Irish talk to you, we have to be drinking Killian's Irish Red. Just, just to make it weird. real special. All right, let's move on to our last true segment. Each week, we ask our panelists to find what we call the Alex Moran Player of the Week. The criteria is simple. We're looking for an individual who wants to live their best life, the true backup life, all the glory. None of the work. Jeremy Phelps, who is your nomination for the Alex Moran Player of the Week this week? Guys, I'm really excited about mine. When we talked before the show started recording, I was like, eh, it's not my best. It's not my worst. It's, it's mediocre. This is one of my best. I've had some alcohol, and now I'm very, very excited about this. My Alex Moran Player of the Week is an American gentleman by the name of Alan Pan, P-A-N. Now, Mr. Pan is a very big fan of snakes and snakes in the wild. Now, Mr. Is Pan, he the snake? Uh, he's trying to be the snake, and that's what I'm going Yes. So, he has a very strong belief, does Mr. Pan, that snakes were stripped of their legs and they need to be reunited with them. What yeah, the no, fuck? No, I'm making this up. Their legs, I'm, I'm getting to it. Don't you worry. So his plan and his mission was reunite snakes with their legs. So he said, and I quote, I found a pet store that does reptile birthday parties for $200. And I told him it was my birthday. Wait, wait, wait. And, so and, and the store isn't your Alex Moran player of the week just from that alone? Oh, my God. You might win two weeks in a row. Friend. This is multi-tiered. Side note, it was not Mr. Pan's birthday, but we're going somewhere farther. Don't you worry. So, yes. he basically said, huh, these snakes, they don't have legs, but they did at one point in time. What if they did again? He decided to create that in robot bionic form. <laughs> oh. I will send to the group chat here 
this article so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Wait until tomorrow Basically. evening, just so the other two don't select it, because they will. I'm just saying. Okay, fair, fair. I'll put an asterisk in there that says you can't pick this as mine. So the quote from Mr. Pan is, when any other animal has deformed legs, humanity comes together to spit in God's face, and we build that animal awesome new cyborg legs. So that's what I did. Long story short, and I don't really know how to describe it. Uh, he said, but nobody loves snakes enough to build them robot legs. Nobody except for me, snake lover Alan Pan. Fucking uh, flat earther style right there. Yeah, I am Mark Sargent. Nobody but a snake lover <laughs> Alan Pan. Um, I'm going to send you guys this link so that everybody can see it. And if we get enough followers on this podcast, we can go ahead and upload it to our site as well. But basically... It's a snake, and he's tied into a giant plastic tube, and then there's little fucking robot legs coming out the side of the tube. And so, that so it's a full his... body cast. Yeah, for the no, snake. That's the way to describe it. I'm gonna go ahead and send it as we're talking right now to the group chat. So yes, you guys please can do. Comments towards it. Um, and if anybody wants to chime in on what I'm talking about right now. Please do, because basically he's decided in his own words, spit in God's face and say, fuck you, God. Snakes should have legs. Here's what I'm doing. Sent. I should have called on you last. Holy shit. Yeah. You should always call me last. I lose one. Doesn't mean I'm going to lose them all. It's hard to follow. Oh, my God. And the title of... No, that can't be... No. Yep, the title of the fucking article is bloke builds a cyborg machine to quote give snakes their legs back oh my dude that's a huge fucking snake <laughs> holy shit this is incredible this oh is a hilarious i'm reading through the article right now this is some funny fucking shit he was going to reunite the snakes of the world with their legs yeah this man there called Komodo mission. Dragons. He is committed to this mission. I respect it. Holy crap. This is next level psychotic. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know if I want to go with my fucking Alex Man Player of the Week. This is fucking ridiculous. I don't think any of us really need to anymore. I think we found it. I think I need to buy my bottle of gin and throw it down next week. Oh, that. Everybody's a big loser except Phelps. I can get behind that. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, no, no, this is no, no. This is I, wonderful. I mean, We're I mean, still I, gonna I, go I through have, our picks. I have but. a good one that is a good Alex Man player of the week, like like sports one. I can't fucking I can't I I can't compete with this. Fuck. Well fucking done, sir. You know holy shit. I have but, one hey, how does this hang on now? Hang on, how does this fall in the category of all the glory, no work? though oh easy it's very easy uh the answer is he's trying to fucking play god god <laughs> did all the work and he's like hey man i got you you fucked up snakes don't have legs look at what i can do Woo-hoo! and that's what he did he probably lives in the state of missouri so it's or mississippi so either way uh, i was gonna say no he probably lives in kansas because there ain't shit or, to do there kansas. or 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 florida you know, a Florida man. I definitely have you in Florida. <laughs> yeah, his next project is to give Crocs more legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a Florida man attempted to go to a alligator and pet it. 
Florida man attempted to put a permanent leash on alligators so people could walk it. Uh, yep. Holy shit. All right. Who I wants- thought they were friendly. I saw them around the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Like- I will go next so I can just get uh- myself out of my fucking misery. Yeah. Right. Jeremy won this week. Holy down. fuck. All right. So, uh, fuck me. Jeremy, you're. This fucking- is worse than Thanksgiving, man. I- uh, yeah, no, Good you for you, what? Alonzo. You know Jeremy, I'm gonna give you props. That I mean, that's just it just is what it is. You know, sometimes well, I'm gonna you, brother. Not every you, you, you know what? Sometimes you you you, you 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 tip your cap, right? Now I'm taking my cap. So I chose Jacoby Brissett. Um <laughs> this, this this motherfucker the pick every week. <laughs> uh, he, he could be the pick of him and Chase Daniel, and you know, there's a couple others that could be the pick every week. Hey, I already picked Chase Daniel, you can't do that. That's right. That's right. So, but I mean, Brissett, you know, goes with the Patriots first, uh, uh, third round. <laughs> he, he, you know, he was sitting there like, oh, fuck yeah. I mean, I'm not going to start over Tom Brady. What? I back up Jimmy Garoppolo too? Oh, hell yeah. I'm, so he's sitting there and he ended up playing one game and I think they lost that game, that whatever. Those are the Colts and he's like, fuck it. You know, Andrew Luck? Really? I'm, I don't have to touch the field. Well, we all know what happened there. Yeah. Um, 2019 to the august of 2019 luck says i'm retiring and he says oh fuck i'm starting with a starting job so in 2020 the cold signed philip rivers and he's back to normal i'm i'm a backup this is fucking great you know 2021 uh, those are the dolphins who's their starter fucking tua he knows that he's not he's not gonna replace tua tua's popular there right so to me the biggest thing though is this year March 25th, 2022, he goes to the Browns and they have Baker Mayfield at the time. So he knows he's going to a spot where, you know, he's living, he's living the dream, right? The backup life, right? He's just sitting there like, I get to be a backup to Baker Mayfield. And then they trade for Deshaun Watson. Now, wow, I'm a third stringer. I'm a hardcore fucking backup. I really get to live it. And then the trade Baker, and now Deshaun is traded for uh, he's he's suspended for eleven games, and now he's kind of I, I imagine he's kind of hoping they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo right now because he's he's a backup, he's a fucking backup, and that's my backup of the week. This fucker he wants to be a backup. He does not want to start a game. He's not trying to find. He's not looking for places where they need starting quarterbacks. And if he was looking for that, he you know instead of signing with the Browns this year. He'd have gone to the fucking Panthers and said, hey, Sam Darnold, I could beat him out. You know, sign me to the, the veteran minimum. I'll beat him out and give me some incentives. Did they do that? No, he didn't do that. He went to the fucking Browns. They already had Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And then they had, then they got Deshaun Watson, and they lose Mayfield. And still have Watson. Now, now he's going to be the starter. I think the Browns end up uh, trading for Garoppolo because really, can you trust Jacoby Brissett to get you through 11, 11 games of the season? Uh, not a guy who's been 14 and 23 over the 37 games that he's actually started. Um, so that is my, that is my Alex, Alex Moran, Moran player. Of the week. Week. Attaboy. Attaboy. That is a good one. That is a good one still. All right. JK while I'm on, who is your Alex Moran player of the week? So my Alex Moran player of the week is, and when you think about it, Getting rich and famous off of doing nothing. Well, that means in order to do something, you have to do something productive, right? 
my person Ooh. did this and did the opposite of that. So does anyone remember from 2014 the name Jeremy Meeks? And I can either share my screen or I can send a picture in the chat. I don't remember that. Uh, so here, I'll just share my screen. So this person. There you go. Okay, so this person. Well, you're, as soon as I show it to you, you'll, you'll immediately recognize who this is. Is that Jeremy Meeks? Meeks. Does anyone recognize this oh, guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot felon. Yes. How can you forget that fucker? Hot felon Friday. Hashtag hot felon Friday on Twitter. Lit oh, up yeah. the fucking world for this guy. Remember that guy? Girls, girls were trying to find ways to get arrested to be put into the same cell block as this guy. Dude, guys are trying to find a way to get arrested to get <laughs> in the same cell block as that guy. Exactly. So this guy is a former member of the Crip Street Gang, was arrested for having uh, bringing over an illegal firearm and Grand Theft Auto, got arrested, spent 27 months in prison, and now it's worth $5 million for his modeling career. Bro, aren't those eyes heavenly, though? <laughs> Look at them. Like, what, what? what is this? <laughs> like, how? What so that's my hell? Alex Moran player of the week. This guy didn't even do anything. He broke the law. He broke the fucking law. And now he's worth $5 million because he has some light blue fucking eyes and this jaw structure of a fucking god. We're not getting into that. God dang, you had to say it. We ain't getting into that. Well, he Holy did, shit. He did firearms, not drugs. She comes back and she was when she left. That's all I'm saying. Man, yeah. if only you didn't bring that up on the week that Jeremy said, I'm going to make snakes have legs. <laughs> and that guy who said that is my fucking submission. Because that's a really good one. <laughs> what a blast from the past. Holy Dude, that's shit. old school shit right there, bro. That's, that's... As, cool, as old as my Matt Barkley shit last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um okay so mine is completely underwhelming apparently i you guys search better than i do on the google webs a couple minutes before the show um mine is an unnamed 81 year old danish woman um who was traveling from africa to canada and was arrested what she was arrested for was possession of heroin worth over five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars god damn jesus how much heroin is that yeah fucking kill a horse yeah (sighs) you you really did um packages with five kilograms or about 11 pounds of heroin were discovered under a false suitcase bottom so she was literally like you know what i'm going to canada and um we're bringing 11 pounds of heroin with us. Why would so. you go into a country with free health care to sell 500,000 you know heroin? Let's put out a thing of free 81 year old old lady because they're freaking a free Brittany Griner. Let's free her too. <laughs> yeah, can we make this a three way trade with Russia? Russia gets <laughs> the warlord, Nick Cage. Uh, Russia, <laughs> Canada gets that person. Russia gets this woman who sold all that heroin, and then Grinder comes back to America. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. It's like a conditional wow. draft pick coming from America to Russia or something. I don't know. Next the time Nikki- we elect a fucking president who's 90, they can take him. <laughs> I don't know. Draft him. Do your thing. 
the Nicky Cage one is especially funny because of, allegedly he was handed the script to National Treasure Three earlier today, and if he gets traded to Russia, well, oh shit, oh well, <laughs> oh well, oh man, National Along- Treasure: The Hunt for Hitler's Body. No, <laughs> 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 dude, you, did, you didn't just go there. Oh bloody hell. Oh, yeah. Mother of God. National Treasure Three is just Nicky Cage hanging out in Trump's fucking spray tan machine for two hours. <laughs> I feel the orange. Yeah. All right. So all the carrots without eating a carrot. That's shit. So. Oh man. Yeah. So far, Alan Pan is holy fuck. That that guy. Anyways. So- I'll- how do oh. we how do we pick the loser of the week with two separate situations? So we pick the loser of the four of us and then go from there to who the overall loser is. Will we pick tomorrow's loser? I think Stoats will have to be the determining factor because he'll be on tomorrow's with Caleb and, and no, Ryan, that, right? Well, I, 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 before we get that one, I'm going to throw something at you guys. We were talking about Nick Cage. Um, my little boy, he's a big horror, horror movie fanatic. There's a movie called Willie's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stars in it. Oh yeah, seen it. Watch it. It's kind of like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's Mm -hmm. one night. It's one night at Willie's, really, and it's pretty fucking. I thought it was cool. He doesn't say a fucking word the whole goddamn movie. I'm guessing they're like, how much? How much are you gonna charge us for saying anything? He's like twenty thousand dollars. Like, well, just shut the fuck up and we'll let's just film around you. Um, I'm just (laughs) just putting it out there. Good movie. I'm not getting paid to say this. I just fucking enjoy the shit out of it. It's not, it's good as in it's entertaining. It's not good as in it's a piece of art. No, it's not a piece of art, but it's fucking fun. So nice. Anyways, we're, we're big fans of Nikki cage here on plaster negotiations. Um, So how are we going to determine the loser? It's a college football pick'em show. Like really the content is just like, Okay, did you say anything psychotic? I said the most psychotic shit of anybody, saying that the Gamecocks were going to run the table until they run into Alabama. 12-0 Gamecocks, baby. So, you know, like, we're uh, this week, we're just going to kind of leave it alone and come back fresh, you know? We'll be ready to go. Because you think you're going to be a loser? I mean, I'll do a shot right now. I, I can go do that. No, hold on, Mike, Mike. I, I want you to wait till tomorrow's show. Because if someone comes out with like Iowa State winning it all, I mean, I'm sorry. There's, there's no justifying it. At least you picked an SEC team. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like you went out on the limb and picked Colorado to win the whole fucking thing. No, no, no. Just my opinion, just throwing it out there for you guys. No, that that was my idea. Was it's a it's a pick'em's week, like screw it like there's no reason to have a big loser for the week because you think you're gonna lose because caleb, caleb's just gonna pick tom brady like, to win the national championship yeah. with fucking like eyes coming out of their eyes you feel you're gonna lose it's fine it's okay. yeah. man most of us is a loser for trying to not have a loser <laughs> mcchesney is just gonna pick tom brady to win the national championship so yeah <laughs> Yeah, and and God only knows what Benner's going to say tomorrow after you know having having to do a double punishment, and you know I'm just trying to give that kid a break a little bit too. If he loses so. again, he has to say Texas is not back. Nah, we're not going to put him through that. 
He might pick Texas Tech to win it all, dude. I mean, my logic stands up against anybody's criticism. Your, your logic is pretty solid, man. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you that. So if there's like voting to take place, I will vote that your logic is not bad, bro. I, I would have agreed with your logic, but then you said Mike Leach is a better coach, and you can fuck right <laughs> off. Mike Leach is a better coach. He's a better coach than Lane Kiffin. Oh lord, because he's goddamn ninety years old. That's the only reason his record is any better, but has he been to a New York Six Bowl since he joined the SEC? Fuck no. He's only been there two years. Did J.K. Wileman just say uh, he's a better coach than uh, Lane Kiffin? But if but, you I know what, what, what his I'm... his record might be better because he has three times as many games as the head coach. That's the only reason. Okay, so I, 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 listen up. I like both the coaches, but. Fucking Mike Leach did get Gardner Gardner fucking Minshew into the NFL. Junior the fourth. I, I mean, I, that's. <laughs> I, I mean, if 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 that's not a, like a wonder, I don't know what is. That's. I mean, wasn't he like going to be a grad assistant at South Carolina? Something like that. So he ends up. Leach says, "Come over here and, and you play," and he gets to the pros. Um, yeah, I, and I, last year he did not want to. Uh, go and use the bathroom because he didn't want to be number two so <laughs> yeah i think that alone brings me back from the loss column so i think that's a good spot to end it on that's fair you know what i, I hate to do it to the newbie but alonzo you're my new vote for the worst <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll buy a bottle of gin i'll, I'll throw one down tomorrow or, or next week whatever the fuck man that's fucking great that was that was spectacular yeah. So I don't buy a small bottle of jigs. I don't expect to lose a lot, but I, I will buy one. Oh man. You know what? Everybody fucking loses. That's how it goes. Uh, you know what? No, I will take the L bro. I got okay. it. Yeah, All right. I'll take the L, I'll take the L tonight. No, no big deal. I got Next you show Alonzo's on. He will do a shot of gin. So with all that being said, in the episode descriptions we have coming up, we, amongst ourselves, have a bit of a college football pickems every week. I find, uh, you know, a couple different matchups. And so we have the week zero ones, uh, the ones that are going to uh, actually be played while we're off, which is why we got them super early. So we'll... we'll we will upload all of those in the episode descriptions throughout the year, week by week. And we're still trying to determine a punishment. I threw one out, but it will literally kill someone. So maybe we're not going to do that. Yeah, Anyways. I don't want to die. Yeah, someone's going to die with that. Anyways, we thank you all so much for joining us for this week's rendition of Plaster Negotiations. And again, nothing we said was legally binding. Next week. We will have our one-off MCU special with Benner and a couple of other folks. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming the week after. So, as always, 21 means 21. Designated driver, drink responsibly, and above all else, be good people. On behalf of Alonzo Maestas, Jeremy Phelps, and J.K. Weilemon, I'm Mike Stoetz saying so long. This is the story of a man who conquered